0: How we all doing, ladies and gentlemen? Savon Boy's back in the building. How we feeling this week? I'm y'all big know end of this
1: song. so I'm Yeah, y'all, y'all know good. what time it
0: is. <laughs> Women's History Month. Oh, they got to oh, represent that's that's the ladies. That's why it's playing. I was uh, We got to represent gotta the ladies. Them. I'm like, what boot are you in? Listen oh. To this. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Shout out to all my queens. Shout out to all the moms Shout out to all the ladies out there that got hop up and down up in their jeans We <laughs> support y'all about. Oh man, I love all y'all yeah, I
2: Me mean, too, we love you to the death Yes, Ladies,
0: women, girls They, the, whatever pronoun y'all want to use I support all y'all, I love all y'all We got one month out for y'all We out of Black History Month We gotta celebrate the ladies right this month Ryan, how you doing? Doing good. How you doing, doing good. You've been very,
1: very excited for the, for tomorrow, guys. Very yes. excited for All
0: tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's right, man. We got we got a little family outing for our cinematic savant family. We're going so. to see Tree Three. Sean, yes, how you sir. been doing this week, man?
2: You been doing good. Doing good, man. Just hanging in there. I ain't gonna Skating lie. through this week here. So it's been
0: a long week already. It is. Has, it has. It has. It has, yeah. 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 I don't know why it always feels that way. I'd be looking forward to pod day. when I know it's gonna be a podcast day. Then I know I can take it a little bit easier. Oh my god, right. man! We we halfway through the the week right now, man. We can slow it down just a little bit so I can look forward to hanging out with my bros again.
2: Oh, yeah. It's always a good time. And uh, Thursday is right here. And we can be here before you know it. And then we would be right back to Monday again. Uh, but today was nice, though, guys. We had a 60-degree weather day. And it almost felt Mayish today, you know. So uh, I'll take it. You know, I know it's going to be some more cold days coming. But today was really nice. So. A blessing for Indiana yes. this time. Of uh, it. I, it always feels like we, it's about to be a snowstorm as soon as, I, as, soon as I, I see warm weather. I think we out of the out of the woods here with the snow. We, we did not get hammered with snow too bad this uh, winter here, which is it pretty gravy. It. We had one couple of days that we you know were pretty bad, but other than that, I think we, we made it out pretty nice. I don't think it usually snows too much in March, it does every now and then, but very it, rarely. I think we're out of the woods, so uh, that's yeah. all we got, and I'll take it, you know, uh, for sure. So I hope you're right, Sean. Hell yeah. Get, yeah. You no know, solid. they got seven
1: feet of snow in Southern California, really? Uh, a, few, uh, a few days back, yeah. Damn. like oh. what the hell is going on? People that were not prepared for that out there. Uh, no, no, I bet they was freaking out. Freaking the hell out. Yeah, Seven feet of snow in Southern California. Damn, that sounds like good some load. Buffalo shit, right? There. It's supposed to be always sunny in Southern California. Yeah, that's but what it's I thought.
0: Well, I'm sure it melts pretty fast, man. They, they'll, they'll get over it. Yeah, well. No, but we saw some good shows. We saw some good movies yeah, this man, past week. Yeah, man, some good
2: stuff. We're watching one here in the background with the Mandalorian being out today. So that's a big thing. That's the reason why we even got Disney is because it is probably so. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, I watch other stuff on Disney, but, but this is the main reason why I end up getting Disney disney plus sure. and it's a-
0: the main reason why i'm keeping disney plus oh yeah. really yeah I, I watch this like over and over again. I watch this, and of course, I watch my Marvel shows. So yeah, they have a pretty good lineup. I'm not gonna lie, Disney Plus has been holding me down for a little while. So this, shout out to y'all.
2: This was their token show. I mean, they they came out with this right on right off the bat. You know. So now, would you say
0: this is the flagship show, or would you say something
2: else? Oh yeah, Mandalorian for this sure. This is absolute yeah. oh, for Disney yeah. Plus heck yeah. yeah, this is the reason why I got it. I would have never if they would have told me it had Avengers and stuff, what I probably would have never gotten it just because I had already seen all the Avengers. But the fact that they they were coming out with a Star Wars show. And I didn't know, you know, we didn't know much about a Mandalorian at the time. And it's just, with Baby Yoda, oh my God, it just took off, you know, so. No, it was,
0: it, was, it was a phenomenon. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Getting yeah. people to
2: care about Star Wars
0: franchise and they right. don't care too much about it, especially coming off that horrible trilogy. This, Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was it was lightning in a bottle. So shout out to John Favreau for yeah, he getting us it. to care about Star Wars. Hell all of a again. job, hell of a job. Pedro Pascal, love you, man. Yeah, you know, him and Jonathan Majors, they are really on a roll for sure. They are on yeah. a great roll right now, man. Shout out There's, to y'all, people oh, yeah. of color out there are doing some work That's out what there. I'm talking about salute. Now, Sean, yes, I'm gonna get to you for a second, man, because. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I was looking forward to this week. I actually had this movie saved in my queue. Like mm-hmm. when Netflix gives you like a trailer or something that's coming out pretty soon, that's when I get a little bit hype. I'm like, all right, finally, Netflix <laughs> is finally paying off. All this money I'm paying for Netflix, I'm finally going to have a movie that's going to come out that's going to actually reel me back in. And then so, sure enough, you put it in the group chat, this movie was fucking terrible. <laughs> we don't <gonna laughs> oh, get to it, okay, man. So okay. you sat down and watched that mess? No,
1: I didn't watch it because Sean warned me that Ooh. it was bad. I had no idea it
2: existed when I, Sean told me. Hell, I had to Google the trailer. Talk about going over and getting hit by arrows. I went over and picked up a landmine and blew up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, damn. man. I, I appreciate you arm. doing that.
0: But I was, I was kind of hyped to watch that. And then Sean texted me. It was literally like a I was getting ready to come home and I was gonna watch it in a few hours. And Sean was like, "No, nah, this movie is bad." That's I'm like, "Real bad." <laughs> Damn it, man! I was gonna be like my my stay at home date night movie, yeah. man. But now I was like, "Nah, I ain't gonna waste my time." And if yeah. I'm gonna be pissed off watching it because I like Anthony Mackie, but Sean was like, no nah, don't y'all go over there, man. It's terrible. Don't oh, don't go over it. there." Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I, I I appreciate the warning. I might just muscle through it just to make sure yeah, that it is bad I mean, as you say it is. But right. I want to hear your review first. Okay. I want okay. you to I want you to spoil it okay. for me all the way so oh, I know I exactly what I'm walking into.
1: Completely okay
0: with that myself. Okay yeah i, I, I no plans on watching i figured
2: that, you guys <laughs> saw it was one of the newer things on there and i figured we might watch it all you know one of you guys might watch it so uh yeah yeah no, 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 I, I ain't do all that so you warned me i was like oh all right man i guess uh, yeah. i ain't going that way yeah no it was terrible. when black
0: people warn other black people we listen <laughs> very true we ain't like we ain't like white people that right. when they hear they hear like a, a noise they go right towards the danger or oh, they yeah. warn them, like oh don't open that door it's like oh i'm gonna open the door I'm like no nah. oh. i I took heed to your warning yeah. and I was like all right I'm not going to watch it Yeah now. for sure so, yeah no no I, I want you to get all the way through your review this week to okay. let me know exactly what I'm getting myself into before I I'll end up wasting you. an hour and a half of my time on how I, I, I went
2: I went all the way through with it and I was just like I can't believe they made some shit like this this is bad I maybe though maybe it's for kids I'll say that maybe I had to It didn't wrong. really look like a kid movie yeah be. but they had the main actor was the teenagers two teenagers were the main stars you know i think maybe it's for that get uh demographic as far as kids middle school kids. maybe maybe netflix is kind of geared towards like the mm-hmm. young adult mm-hmm. crowd i think so i think so when i look me- back on it maybe i was had the wrong glasses on for it and i'm sitting there you know i'm the turn oh, the music down you're now, watching with <laughs> your, your adult <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm trying to look at it like okay the the, the acting was pretty bad maybe it's just for the younger generation. so But I'll give my review on it and I'll let you know what I thought for sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that later. I am uh-huh. looking forward to that,
0: man. But let's, let's get right to the lineup, man. Let's get it started real quick. All right. Standing ovation this week. Gentlemen, you mind if I take leave? All right, man. Now I'm going to kick Women's History Month off right. Now my standing ovation this week is going to go to the legendary Penny Marshall. Are you guys familiar with this, this lady? Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall. She is director of the movie Big... I ah, okay, okay. Uh, all, right, okay nice. all right. Now, I had I had to look this up, but apparently, she is the first female director to have the first blockbuster movie, and that is with the movie Big, which grossed over 150 million dollars when it first got uh, released.
1: Tom Hanks, right? Yep. Big, yeah, Yeah. Hilarious movie. It's great.
0: Yeah. I think Big is an unappreciated classic. Now, now, of course, people look at it with a different lens, just because you know Tom Hanks was you know young and goofy, but now you look at it now, I, I do believe it is more of a
1: a cult classic so to speak I, I don't even think it's I say it's a stone cold classic that is a classic movie absolutely yeah they've seen that uh, him dancing on the big uh, toy piano in mm. the toy store that's, that's an iconic scene
2: in cinema um, yeah that, that the genie thing is iconic The where he goes and makes the wish absolutely yeah that little genie that he makes the wish at the fair or a fest, uh, he went to some kind of carnival and made that wish and woke up grown <laughs> that was crazy so.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that part—the uh,
2: mm. genie part. Uh, mm. The shout out to
0: Tom Hanks, man, the, the legend, Tom Hanks, man. Big is definitely one of my top fifty movies. I can watch that again and again, and it still feels like it's somewhat of a brand new movie. But uh, uh, unfortunately, she died. I think probably about four, four or five years ago. Unfortunately, but you know, some of her, some of her director credits. I want to
1: say, did y'all know she did the Preacher's Wife? With uh Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington and uh Whitney Houston? I didn't know that. I did not know that. I didn't she she's a white lady? Yeah. A white lady directed that? Okay, I didn't that's news to me.
0: Uh The uh, Preacher's Wife, a uh, Renaissance Man with uh Danny DeVito and um underrated movie. Uh, I can't, can't Stacy Dash Dash st- that? what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Stacy Dash before she went all, you know, you know, whatever she did. <laughs> you used love that movie. You, you know what I'm talking about. We ain't gotta yeah, talk yeah. about it. Three uh, gems so
1: far. I'm liking this.
0: Uh A League of Their Own? Oh my, oh, Gina Davis. She's a legend. Yeah, she's and a, a legend. What's that one girl you hit, you had a crush? What's her? Laura
1: Petty. Oh, uh, Free Willy girl. Yep, yep. That's I, right. I love, I like her. she played the she played the kids. the Gina Davis in that one. Ma, uh, the best looking Madonna ever by by far, more I'm, than her videos. Madonna looks smoking hot in that movie. I'm not mad at that at all.
0: And, and apparently she got her directorial debut uh, debut with uh, Whippy Goldberg and uh,
1: Jumpin' Jack Flash. Me, this lady. Uh, oh man. I, I'm so good, good. Good standing ovation this week, Tommy. No, this lady is awesome.
0: No, she is. She was. If I show, if you look up a picture of her, she'll definitely like. Um, she'll definitely strike like a memory chord with you, man. But I just want to. I want to give her a shout out. You know for being the first female director to have a, a major, um, the first major blockbuster movie by definition of you know box office, because of how much money it grossed, And then she, you know, she went on to do league of their own, which I think grossed over a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I know she, she's, she's, she did very well for herself as a, as a director. And I have to say, man, she, her resume is uh, quite impressive and I don't know how y'all feel about her, but I think she is an absolute legend. So I think we need to shout out some more legends on this show. And she's definitely one of them. So I want to give her her standing ovation, this week, Miss Penny Marshall. Shout out to you. Salute to you. I applaud you. We all applaud you, and thank you. Oh. I want y'all to top Man. that for Women's History Month. Not saying y'all got to go with the women, but I bet y'all can't come up with a better one than I did. <laughs> not um, I, I especially even, not behind the yeah. camera.
1: Good oh. lord. Oh. Um, yeah, I uh, always had appreciation for James Cameron's ex-wife, uh, Catherine Bigelow. Um, Zero oh, Dark like, Thirty and Near Dark and... Uh, oh, Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker, there we yes. go, yeah. Uh, I think Penny Marshall's catalog is kind of blowing hers out the water. Because <laughs> yeah. every movie you named, I'm putting those all above every Catherine Bigelow movie. I'm for about sure. to say, those are Spade's game. That's, that's a tough hand to beat right there. Dead serious. No, that's a tough hand to beat right there. And not only
0: are they good movies, these are... Uh, Financially classics.
1: Classics and they made money.
0: Yeah, finances aside they are very rewatchable movies extremely you know her and tom hanks they seem to work together cuz i keep forgetting that he was in a league of their own cuz i'm so geared to thinking like it's an all female cast for some reason in my mind that's all i think about Gina davis uh, madonna uh, rosie o'donnell laura petty I, it just it just gears my mind to thinking like it's an all female movie i keep forgetting that he was the actual manager of that baseball team huh. yeah. Yeah.
1: alcoholic barely functioning <laughs>
0: it's still yeah, really, it's it still stuck in my mind like when he someone's in there drunk and he's like taking like the longest piss in <laughs> history. i was like damn man like that must be a world record right there <laughs> so yeah so, so shout out to penny marshall great great right, man what else i got for us
2: well i'll go and i didn't think about the uh women's history so I'll i'll do that one next time but i did go with a a fellow that we all like, and I just saw him in a movie this weekend, which was The Woman King. And I'm going to go with John Boyega, nice. our Very our, nice. our Star Wars guy, who's no longer taking part of Star Wars. Am I correct, Ryan? I'm not I mad at he, him. Yeah, for taking... he's, he's pissed at Star Wars. Yeah. He has every right
1: to be. A lot
2: of fans are pissed at, yeah. at
0: Star Wars for not completing like his storyline. Right? It made no they sense.
2: never gave me. He never finished anything in the show. One of the <laughs> most wasted characters. <laughs> he couldn't even of kill himself. History. In the pick second up a lightsaber. <laughs> Got his ass whooped yeah. and he just
0: stayed in bed for the rest of the franchise, it poor, feels like. Poor little
2: Tink Tink. They wouldn't let him do. They wouldn't let him do. He wouldn't. Even, they wouldn't even let him kill himself. The little Asian girl stopped him from killing himself for the team. He was going to go out and remember, he was going to drive into that big ass thing or the yeah, second I, one. That was and terrible. He couldn't even do that. And he I couldn't even, believe how bad he was. He didn't even end up with then. Ray. He ended up the, the little Asian girl. Like, they it was just, terrible. Yeah. Did he,
0: though? I feel like he ended up alone.
2: Yeah, well, he was even. Remember, I thought
1: he. They gave just, him a black love interest in rise of skywalker yeah, yeah in the midst of all these galaxies found right. another black girl oh yeah, yeah
2: with the girls with the horse that yeah. was used to be they kicked the, that asian girl to the sky the, yeah the, they got tired her. <laughs> then they hinted that him and poe darren had something going on oh the bromance, the bromance that they had which was that was pretty much internet it, based. Yeah. yeah there was nothing in the all movies. right
0: to be fair if Oscar Isaac was single in space <laughs> right.
2: yeah he's not a bad that's guy. a handsome ass man right <laughs> there yeah he's not a bad looking guy but um John Boyega, I, I I didn't know he was only 30 years old. He's fairly young. I know so. he's
0: really young. Like, yeah.
2: I, I, Attack the Block was a while ago. Right. It and seems I, like. Yeah, for well. sure. Uh, the Woman King, I watched that. I'll get to my review on that one. I, he played the king of their little country there. I thought that was pretty cool for him to do. Pacific Rim, the second one, which wasn't – I didn't hate it. It, was, it I didn't wasn't love great, it. but yeah. – I liked it more it than I thought cool. I would. Uh, I remember me and you, Ryan, remember when the first one came out, how hype we were for that? Yes. And then, you know, it was just it wasn't what we thought it was going to be, but – he did play in the second one as Drew's uh, Salwa's son. He got to do that. Of course, all the Star Wars. I owe this one to my main man, Ryan, here, Attack the Block from 2011. No, not a lot of people know about that That movie. was a great recommendation. That was I did great, like that one. That was a great recommendation. Um, uh, The Breaking. I haven't seen Breaking. Which I enjoyed it, which is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard it something.
0: was a really good one, especially with uh, that's the last uh, acting credit for uh, Michael K. Williams. That oh, was yeah. last man. movie that he made.
2: Very good movie. The, they clone Tyrone. I've never seen this one. Oh, shit. That's, cl- a,
0: that's the one that's coming out with uh, Netflix with uh, okay. Jamie Foxx. Okay, 2023. I remember movie. I saw that, that movie trailer. just
1: completely dis. I thought that was supposed to Ben came out. Huh. I forgot all about that. Yeah, they, they cloned clone Tyrone. Tyrone yeah.
0: Yeah. It Man. hasn't come out yet, has
1: it? It hasn't. No, it comes out this year.
0: All right, year. I'm looking forward to that because yeah. I'm waiting for Jamie Fox to start putting out some good movies again. Yeah,
2: and um, uh, you know I know you loved uh, Day Shift. Right? <laughs> he hated Day Shift. I know. Uh, you <laughs> loved it. Uh, we got Detroit. I haven't seen Detroit. I know you that's saw it. another a great, uh, great, great, great movie. Another okay. Catherine Bigelow movie, oh, actually. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Wow, okay. The Circle. I haven't seen that I've one. I've never even. seen that one. With what Tom I, Hanks? Tom Hanks and Old Girl, right? From Emma Smores. Watson. Emma. Yeah. That's no, a good not, one. Um, from uh, Harry Potter. Old Girl from Harry Potter. Emma Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. What is that movie
3: about?
1: Have y'all seen that? That's good, actually. I enjoyed that. The Circle. I haven't He's seen. like a, Tom Hanks is like a corrupt Steve Jobs in that. Oh god, okay. It, it, it's it's good. It's, I I enjoyed the circle. That kind of got bad reviews. I was surprised. I enjoyed it as much as I did.
2: He doesn't have a whole lot. He's still fairly young. Naked Singularity. I never seen Naked I Singularity. Never heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, these must be some overseas type movies here. But uh, after you get past some of the ones we know, is not a whole. He has a lot of little, you know, small roles where he was very young. Looks like um, the whale. I haven't seen that. Apparently, that's he was definitely
0: not the one with Brendan Fraser. No, but I no he's the, in that. It has no, his face under the
2: cover. This looks like something from over. This was 2013, so he was fairly young. Oh god, they must have been hunting. Yeah, yeah. Got so this. the no. formula, he must have been in that. The formula. He doesn't have a huge catalog, but I really enjoy his acting, especially on *Tactic Block*. I really like that movie that Ryan introduced me to Moses and that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I think he's got a big, uh, a big future ahead of him, especially, um, well he would have, if he would have, I don't know what star Wars was going to do, but he must be very pissed with star Wars. Like you said, uh, to, to not want to take part in star Wars anymore. But the woman King was the most recent thing. I think for me that I saw him, even though that came out last year, um, I thought he did a good job, so I really like his acting. FN two one eight seven. We can't go wrong with that, yeah. even though he didn't get to do everything he wanted to do. And he he did play a good character. He was. He started first, out as
0: a really fascinating character. Right. He did. He was one of
2: the have a, I think he
1: carried the first movie. He did. That Force Awakens. He carried that. movie. I felt movie. like he was the main character for a like
2: while. Right. How are you going
0: to have the storyline of a stormtrooper that you know leaves right? Leaves the empire and all of a sudden he picks up a lightsaber at the end of the movie and all of a sudden that goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah, they just what an
1: injustice! To and that don't thing. forget about the marketing. They were pretty much building it up. Yeah. He is a Jedi. Oh man, a, a, a force sensitive stormtrooper who I'm, runs away and just that storyline was super appealing.
2: I remember being at your job that one time and you showed me a video, a clip of the. The Force Awakens before it ever came out, and he, it was for all him pretty much. You know, he takes off the helm, he's in the desert, and he's looking around. We were like, oh, man, we were so hyped. We well, that was the before blast. they actually yeah. – it was more like a
1: sizzle reel more yeah, than a yeah, trailer. Yeah. But the very first footage they showed uh-huh. of The Force Awakens was of John Boyega, which is the first time as a Star Wars viewer that we saw a Stormtrooper
2: without – a helmet on right when they have a, a you know some kind of background Ooh, so, yeah, I, yeah yeah, yeah. As, as
1: me being a movie lover that was one of the that build up to the force awakens was one of the best times to be alive as a movie goer and i can't state how revolutionary it was to have the first face of a stormtrooper be a black guy that really hit me
2: hard and it hit a lot of the fan base hard yeah and he's uh, of course he's a english actor uh he's from london england London, England. she does a good yeah, job does covering good, up, it does really good, especially in this woman king. He, I, he was totally, he yeah, he was thought, yeah, yeah, he, he was thought, like, he's he's from, from Africa, so, yeah. From <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, us salute to him being very young, still only 30, and an English actor coming over here doing all our stuff over here. So, hey, if you do uh, a good job, man, yeah, I am mad sure. at you. So, I'm gonna go with John Boyega tonight, my guys. Uh, I just saw him in the woman king, so I thought I'd give him a shout out. So, yeah.
0: No, I need to finish that movie, and you're definitely going to give us a review of that movie. I don't care if you spoil that one too. Because I'm, I'm seen, seen watch that,
2: it. Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I reviewed it
0: on
1: a you couple did. episodes yeah, back. Yeah, I love, I really like that.
2: I, you know, I like I liked it, but I, I don't know. I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah,
1: I, I'll I, say the um, the girl from uh, Captain Marvel, and who were in that last James Bond movie. That was her. I was trying to she think was of where I... Yeah. She ass. was dope. She was dope. She was, she was the highlight of that movie. She was tough as fuck. She yeah.
2: was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you get like I, Dora Malaje feel with them? Of course. Yeah, okay. Of That's what I like, yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was All like, right. oh All man,
0: right. they ripping off Black Panther. That's what it but, felt like to me. But apparently, That's, this is
2: a real story. It is. And this is way back... And this is I, for some reason, kept thinking it was a modern movie. It actually took place a while back, like yeah. centuries back, right? No, this is like 1800s. Okay, well, just it felt, because I I saw them with the guns they had, like, okay, wait a minute, this is not modern time. They're out there with the the single shooter type gun, you know what I mean? A little, not the front muzzle loader but yeah. you could tell it was older. And um, Viola Davis, hell of a job, I would say that. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, so we'll get to that. Though. Yeah, I, I, I like that movie a lot. Yeah. Moon King was awesome.
1: Yeah. All right, it's All on you, right. Ryan. What you got for us? All right. Um, got two questions for you guys okay. in this podcast. I'm going to start out. Uh with my stand ovation with my first question here and I want to see if you guys can name an act this actor when I name these movies. Okay, a challenge. I like this one. All right. True Romance, nineteen ninety-three. Uh-huh. There's a lot of a lot of actors in that. But I'll give you an example. Natural Born Killers, nineteen ninety four. Top fifteen movie for mine, Heat, nineteen ninety five. Heat. Uh, Robert right De Niro, Andrew, Al Pacino. Yep, Saving Great. Private Ryan.
2: Oh, this dude is in a coma.
1: Yep. Yeah. Tom Sizemore. Yeah, Tom, Tom Sizemore. Sizemore yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, stand okay. ovation. I heard some bad sucks, news today, man. That oh yeah. Sucks, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I heard he suffered a brain aneurysm. Yeah. They yep. don't. They don't think he's going to make it. Yeah. He's. Yeah. He's going to probably going to die this week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's my stand ovation. And good job picking that, Tom. Tom Sizemore. Mm. Surprisingly, only sixty one. Um. He always seemed I would have thought he was like mid 40s from seeing him back in those 90s movies. So he was like early 30s, mid 30s for most of those 90 movies. And uh, (sighs) seeing how his career kind of turned out and don't hate me for saying this, Tommy, this is he's the supporting actor version of Nick Cage. Mm. Hang, with, hang with me. Here. Hold on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you cook, man. I'm <laughs> gonna let you cook, man. Go ahead. Don't, 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 don't burn the,
0: don't burn the food, man. When I, I say that, going with this.
1: when I say that, he mm. was super hot in the 90s, early 2000s. Agreed. Made very good movies. Uh, the past 15 years, he's dwelled in the straight to video garbage bin. I'm, I'm sorry. I feel like
0: the last maybe 10 years he's been struggling with his alcohol addiction a little bit. Uh, on, like top, he, on top of many other drugs. Yeah. I, well, I was going to leave that part out. I was going to be kind to him, you know, because this his end of life for him. I want to kick his back in a little bit. But I remember he, like, I don't want to say he resurged, but he kind of popped up in uh, one of the shows I got addicted to a few years back. And that was the, um, the shooter TV show with uh, Ryan Phillippe. I remember he had, like, a few appearances on that show, and I, nice. thought he, I thought he played a pretty good role. So I was like, oh, damn. First of all, I was thinking, holy shit, he's alive. I don't know why I thought that he died, like, five years ago for some reason, man, because he was going through some shit. But I was like, oh, man, he's, he's still alive and kicking and still doing pretty damn good at his acting role. So... Yeah, when I see him pop up every once in a while, I was like, it is always good to see him. Because he's always an instant time machine moment for me. of Looking back, like Heat, like, oh, man, damn, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Like, oh, yeah. shit, man. Like, uh, Red Planet, which is a underrated movie for me that I like to watch. It's kind of a, really? It's kind of a guilty see, pleasure. See, I saw
1: that on his filmography, and I, that was one of the movies I had not seen.
2: No,
0: because I think it's uh, him and um, Val Kemmerer and the chick from uh, The Matrix. Ah, uh,
1: Moss. Carrie, Carrie uh,
0: Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie yeah, Ann Moss. Yeah. I feel like she should have had a bigger career than than what she has, but it, it's it's still a pretty good one. So I'm not going to scoff at it. But yeah, whenever I see him in that movie, I was like, I, I really, 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 really like that movie. So I'm definitely going to watch it then. Okay, all right, man. But but I'm, <laughs> but I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you cook, man. You got him compared to Nick Cage, man. So obviously he's the supporting
1: company. actor version of Nick Cage, and they actually starred in uh, one of the more underrated Martin Scorsese movies. Bring Out the Dead of 1999, uh, where he was an uh, ambulance driver in New York. I uh, also had Ving Rames and uh, John Goodman, if you guys haven't seen that. i never seen Bring Out one. the Dead, one of Martin Scorsese's underappreciated movies. But yeah, uh, Tom Sizemore, uh, he was found recently, uh, passed out in his home, and they, doctors found out he had a brain aneurysm from a stroke. Shit. So he's currently in a coma, and... Uh, He is um, probably going to be taken off of life support sometime Mm. this week by his family because there's no recovery. Yeah, they
2: said they decided they're going to just end it for him. Um, And drugs and alcohol are
1: definitely involved. Uh, Looking into it, I always kind of thought, yeah, he looked like one of those guys that just loves to spend his money on cocaine in the industry. He just just seems like somebody does a lot of cocaine. But maybe that was him acting, but it seems like um, he did um, partake in a lot of drugs. And it's unfortunate because, uh, like I said, those movies I just named. True Romance, Natural Born Killers, Heat, Saving Private Ryan.
2: Passenger 57, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get yeah, to that. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that one. Passenger
1: 57. Always been on Black. <laughs> uh, Black Hawk Down. Yeah, these movies. He played a lot of they, shit. A dude. lot. Of, uh, and yeah. not only that, but just movies that I would think a lot of us consider some of our favorites.
2: He's all, Especially he's all, ones I named. He's like a bad guy look to me, though. He's always a sleazy kind of look to me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And, um. Yeah, he actually played a a decent good guy in uh, the vastly underrated movie The Relic. Yeah, yeah, I
2: remember that, that. that That's what that, yeah. One of that, the best
1: monster movies of all time. Yeah. I've never seen The Relic. This a what?
2: man turn into didn't a guy turn into the thing? He did, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. They, he got some
1: curse at in, the beginning of the movie. In, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah they're in the Chicago Museum. Museum. Yeah, 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 he yeah. was so, traveling overseas and got that curse. And yeah, that's one of the better horror action movies. Yeah,
2: you should watch that time. And there's a the scene there awesome. in like some water. I remember it all, oh, man. That was dope for like early 2000s, like you said. Was yeah. it early two thousand or late 90s? Late 90s, yeah, 1997. Late, yeah, I'm sure I can find it on one of my. Oh yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's yeah. You should watch that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um,
1: a very uh, very good Tom Cruise movie, which I thought was hilarious. He was credited as uh in the in the credits as Vet Number One. Born on the Fourth of July, about Vietnam jet. Uh, vets. Wait, he was in there. A uh, very small part. I, I Damn, remember I'm really good season. about catching like uh, uh, <laughs> he's called Vet Number One. He also had a very small role in Point Break, one of Keanu Reeves' better movies, uh, Keanu Reeves Patrick Swayze movie where they re- Robin Banks with the President's mask. Um, get on my girl uh, Catherine Bigelow. There's a. A decent, I'm not going to say it's great, but it's watchable. Jamie Lee Curtis movie, Blue Steel, uh, where she's a rookie cop and some, uh, some murderer starts getting obsessed with her. Pretty damn good movie from the 90s. I liked it. I don't remember ever seeing that one. Blue Steel with Jamie Damn, Lee I'm starting to
0: lose my savant card. There's a lot of hidden oh.
1: gems out there that
0: I keep overlooking. Damn, You
1: I mean, can I'm always to look go for them, yeah. go-to
2: 90s guy. I watched a lot of those 90s. 90s. Yeah. I, whew, the 90s were 80s and 90s for me was where it was at, but damn, I didn't know that, man. Crazy. Um, Enemy of the State, Will Smith, 1998, he was in that.
1: Dustin Hopkins. Is it Dustin oh, Hopkins? Oh,
0: shit, man. He played like the mobster
1: for yep, that. Yep, he arrest- sure was. Very small Damn, man, I just
0: watched it like two
1: weeks ago. How did I forget that? Yep, yep. Yep. Mm. Uh, Awesome movie, awesome yeah. movie. Uh, one of my hidden gems from a uh, couple episodes back, Strange Days. Uh, oh, the Angel Bassett Angela movie. Angel Bassett movie. Yep. Also another uh, Catherine Br- Catherine Brigo. Definitely liked him as an actor. Uh, pretty good movie. I remember my dad made me sit through, which I kind of appreciate as I got older. The Kevin Costner, White Earth movie. He was in that. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. If you want to see one of the best performances of all time, I implore you. Check out Don Cheadle and the Denzel Washington movie Devil in a Blue Dress from the mid-90s, 1995, apparently. Don Cheadle gives one of the best performances ever in that. Uh, Tom Sizemore. So, yes, these movies I just named off. Uh, he's had a heck of a career. Unfortunately, um, he his drug addiction kind of took the best of him, so he did not have the best 2000s, and now he's kind of dwelling in the straight-to-video market and... A uh, couple movies I wrote down, which i never heard of until looking up his filmography, which sound like cinematic classics. Hollow Weed from 2016. <laughs> that Wolf, sounds so terrible. Bad. Wolf Mother. Yeah, no, he's... Alien Conquest. All right, you're just making up shit. <laughs> Megalodon like, Rising. That's that, sci-fi This is, channel this is how he's yeah. collecting his paychecks. Yep, uh, he apparently took a paycheck for a 2021 movie called Megalodon Rising. Never heard of it. Didn't know it existed. That sounds horrible. Is that be
2: The sequel to the Megalodon with Oh Boy, the meg, the meg or
1: whatever? No, uh, no, this is, you know, when a big blockbuster comes out, there's usually five knockoffs right, that yeah. go straight to video. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I even saw, uh, because there's a Cocaine Bear movie out in the theaters. I, I'm not making this up, guys. There is a Meth Alligator straight to video movie coming out this month. Uh, it's it's a proven industry they make those knockouts movies Um, a movie I really didn't like that much and I'm a Michael Bay apologist you can say Pearl Harbor from 2021 Tom Sizemore also had a small role in that so I'm very sorry that uh, you're about to leave the earth but uh, I think you're actually a legend Uh, most aspiring actors would kill to have the career you had and you you had a very important role in four or five my all-time favorite movies of all time so Tom Sizemore stand ovation for you this week sir
0: no oh, it is sad it is it, it, it is very sad man. but once again you left us with some good memories big time. I have nothing to scoff at with you in your career so thank you for everything that you've done so far God bless Godspeed and you know unless a miracle pulls off I just want to say uh, thank you for all that you've done for us man that's that's very sad I heard about that and I was like damn Another legend getting ready to leave us again, man. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit too soon. So, yeah, sixty-one is not old. No, nah, it's not. You know, that's, my dad's sixty-one. So. It may be old for yeah. Eddie Murphy to yeah. do stunts, but you know, it ain't, yeah. they ain't old for us, man. Definitely so, not. So, that, that's that, that, tough that, to
2: see. You know, that's, that's a bad way to go. You know, you got to go somehow, but that's a bad way to go, right there. No, because
0: so. I remember it was like like years ago. I think, um, damn, who the hell was it? Um, I'm thinking about Basic Instinct. Um, Sharon Stone. I remember she said that she had she suffered an aneurysm, but she miraculously like made it. Really. For like a few days or something like that, she used to like. She said I kept getting headaches. I kept getting headaches, and then she said she finally went to the doctor. She said like, y'all you had an aneurysm." And I was like, "How the hell is she still
2: alive?" Wait.
0: Yeah. Okay, man. She yeah. You know, we need to study her DNA. I don't know what the hell happened to her, man. But apparently, <laughs> she's some kind of mutant. Right. Yeah. But yeah. As soon as I heard that about him, like I, I'll say that just to say again, everybody go to the doctor, get checked out, make sure you right. you know healthy as you possibly can. You know, I want everybody to be happy with their lives and they'll stay as healthy as you possibly can for your loved ones. I don't, that's why I keep going to the doctor. Say, Every 3 months I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Every 3 months my doctor get to see me like like you know. Like like not it's on rotation on right now. And we're
2: getting older, you know what I mean? And the older we get, like um a friend of mine, he lost his mom today or yesterday. And he found her and his mom did, which oh, is, God. is tough. I'm, oh, I'm, not I'm sorry gonna to hear his name. that. But uh, you, uh, it's just tough. And, you know, like the older we get, we, you know, I'm blessed to have both of my parents. But the older I get, I realize that the older they get, you know what I mean? And it's just not going to be here forever. People you love not going to be here forever. We're just temporary here. You know what I mean? And I was at Walmart the other day. And I was walking around looking for something and this young guy, Teenager, maybe, and he walks by. He's like, Excuse me, OG. And I was like, OG, oh, man, get the fuck out of here. I <laughs> oh, OG. You mean young. You got cool? offended. Hell yeah. You mean young, cool dude over here? Just say that. And I'm like, Oh, I'm OG now? God that's damn it. actually a sign of respect. I, I would Yes, so but cool. I don't want God damn it. I'm, I'm in my late 30s, man. I ain't OG yet. You know what I mean? So hey, that's you just, are. I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's OG the, territory. It is. But in, to them, he was probably 19, 20. He probably looked at me like an old man. Yeah, like, your that, grandpa. Yeah, man. I got one piece of gray hair in my beard. He's probably like, Damn, man, how Old are you, forty eight. You know what I mean. Like so, <laughs> I was like, you know, just maybe I had to think about O oh, G. What I'm O G now? You know what I mean? Well, I'll take it, I guess. But just the older we get, the older they get, and everybody around us. You know what I mean? So just if you can, like Tommy said, go to hospital or a doctor, not the hospital, but the doctor. You know, get a checkup just to see because something like that you're never going to know. You know what I mean? I'm sure Tom Sizemore didn't ever, never think of something like that. You know, so it's tough out here. So big time. Uh, yeah.
0: Now let's get to our binge worthy this week. Now the only thing I've really been binging, like once again, I'm still on Shit's Creek, yeah, because I think that's a fantastic show. I I, I can't I, get enough of it.
2: I will say I watch Shit's Creek now, and I'm I'm I i i do not know what season I'm on. I don't got all the way through it now. But they're starting to do the, nothing wrong with this, but the, the brother is starting to have gay relationships, and it's starting to push me off of it a little bit. I'm about to I, say, didn't they establish in season one that I thought they said that he was bi? He's bi, so. but he's definitely in a relationship with a guy. I don't know where you're at now, but he's got his own little shop, and he's got a guy who's in a relationship kind of with, and they're doing a lot of kissing and hugging, and I'm like, all right, I mean, okay, I got it. You know, I mean, like you say, Ryan the Sledgehammer, they're beating it on my head now, like, all right, I got past that part. Oh, here come another part, you know what I mean? So I will say it's still funny, it's still a good show, it's definitely worth watching. So is this on Netflix? It's on Hulu. Hulu, okay. Yeah, it's just creek,
0: yeah. Yeah, that and I just recommend everybody, if you haven't done it already with the uh, millions and millions of Americans out there, just go back and watch Mandalorian. Because like the mm-hmm. like we already said, season three just started today. We're recording on a Wednesday. So episode number one came out already. I watched already before I came to the podcast. I have to say I'm still happy with where they're going with this mm-hmm. they they're following the correct formula don't put an annoying kid in the show or movie otherwise it's going to wreck your franchise or wreck your movie it's been going on a lot lately i i can honestly say that uh, obi-wan kind of got ruined for me Ooh, with the uh, the young princess one of Leia that was the worst kids
2: i've ever seen man. i don't know By what far. it
0: was man but they need to stop doing this man either the kid has to be you know adorable and cute or they just you know just just have them in and out of the show. Don't let them stick around too long. Like, overstaying your welcome really is a thing. She overstayed her welcome after episode one for me. I was like,
1: I'm done with you. No, I'm, <laughs> they drug her so, on forever. Like, episode. Princess Leia could go away. Like, bring Luke oh, out or something. Or like, anybody. I don't need to. Carrie give a damn. Fisher was probably rolling in her grave off that mess. She
0: was over the top annoying. Not as annoying as The Last of Us, which I also recommend will be benchworthy for everybody <laughs> yes, else. Yes, yes. I think the last episode was kind of. Eh,
1: really? It, it, I really enjoyed this most recent episode. All right,
0: you know what problem I have with certain shows when I feel like they're they're uh how do you say this? They're in, they're at a stuck point as far as being a writer. Like they're not being creative. i think I always thought that a flashback episode is just a lazy episode right there. Oh. I hate
1: flashback episodes
0: and it's all where is season one what the fuck you have to flashback to for an entire
1: episode for <laughs> right now it's only episode seven for the most part I agree with you
0: I don't I'm care not, I'm about not... her past relationship maybe at the end of the season or maybe at the start of season two maybe like episode two or three I didn't need a flashback episode of this could have been established in like episode two or three a flashback of how she got bit in her uh, prior relationship with the, with the young lady I didn't care about this at this point because they wasted the whole episode because I'm coming fresh off Pedro Pascal getting stabbed. And all of a sudden, he like he's dying in a basement. And she's getting ready to walk away. Then all of a sudden, bam, flashback. I, like, horrible writing right there. I did not want to see her flashback to how she got bit. Then all of a sudden, it gets back to the end of the episode. And all of a sudden, she like, bam. She gets like the thread and needle, and she's sewn them back together. Wasted episode for me. I hate, really? I hate episodes I like complete, that. Um. Well, you have a different perspective than me. But I hate flashback episodes. I hate it so much because The Walking Dead did it. To a fucking t, almost like every like two or three episodes they give us a flashback episode because the writers the writers got lazy. I can tell they went on break, they went on vacation. It's like, hey, just just write some shit about what happened in the past, and uh, we'll pick it up when you get when we get back. You know, just don't do nothing stupid. I feel like it was once one of those. I hate I hate flashback episodes. It's just my thing. I'm sorry.
1: Right. <laughs> nice little tirade. I I, I I pretty much I'm not a big fan of flashback episodes. This one. Uh, I felt it was I felt it was worthwhile um not only me just uh being a stickler for uh good f- location it, you could tell uh it was just the cinematography and the set design for that mall sequence it was good i, I, I was I'm not gonna lie it was really it, good it was pretty it was pretty freaking sweet and uh, i kind of like them her, her having the characters have an appreciation for a lot of stuff we take for granted uh, arcades, video games, escalator. I can see somebody losing their mind if they didn't grow up with that. Because these two characters, it seems like they grew up after this and this fungus took over the world. So I know they, they, did, they do that the very,
0: very well of t- putting in perspective of what we take for granted. Like when she didn't know how to use a seatbelt, I was like. What the fuck is wrong with her? I was like, oh my gosh, like she's a teenager. This happened like years ago. She, right. she was born into the world where she doesn't know what happened before. Yeah. It completely it completely blows my mind that I'm not thinking that way. So yeah, her in the car with the seatbelt and her in
1: the in the mall with the arcade and everything. If that were me, that would completely blow my mind. Dude. Absolutely. Especially yeah, if you had no previous experience with that. It's one thing to experience it and then it's taken away and you miss it. But yeah, she never played video games and stuff like that. All she had was books, pretty much. Um, and then it kind of showed why she's as snarky and standoffish as she is, just because it showed that yeah, she had, which they didn't even show. But more likely, she had to probably had to kill her best friend if they were about to stick it out together. And sorry, Sean, you should have even seen this episode. I haven't. Yet. I'm more, way off. More this. than likely, she had to kill her best friend when she when she didn't turn to to a damn zombie herself. So I re- I really liked it and I will say that I did not make it through Walking Dead but I was blown away by season 1. That At, I'd say the first 3 seasons are
0: to me perfect seasons. Really. The first 3 seasons I think they are absolutely perfect. I thought
1: season 1 was per- season 1 in Walking Dead was was perfect. And At, stu- after that is
0: is all up in the air to, to the fans. And that's
1: probably one of the reasons why I didn't continue because I kept hearing how bad this show ended up getting. But I will say that the first season of Walking Dead is a lot better than this first season of The Last of Us. But that doesn't mean The Last of Us is not still a good show in its own right. Okay. Both of them are still worth watching. And I, I've been enjoying myself. I, I definitely think this is binge-worthy. And I kind of see what, what all the hype is about. I can see why people are getting hooked on it, it's, and it's the big thing right now. I haven't heard uh, the internet talking about Yellowstone in a while besides what the future of Yellowstone's going to be.
0: Yellowstone just refuses to come back. I am so pissed off that my wife got me into this show, and then all of a sudden they go on like the longest hiatus I've ever heard of in my life.
1: We're talking about uh, Kevin Costner might be, not be coming back for this. That's what the rumors are.
0: Man, y'all ever get y'all ever get pissed off at those little clickbait articles that's oh, coming yeah. out like, oh man, when is Yellowstone returning? I was like, I click it, and I was like, When's it coming back? I'm like, no we don't it. know. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I was so like, Oh you motherfucker. I don't <laughs> fall for those anymore.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll be i be I be I'll be fiending like a crackhead waiting for this damn show. It is such a great show. Yellowstone might go down as like one of the top twenty shows ever if they keep this up. It is so perfectly written, all the characters and all the storylines. Like, every once in a while, they have, like, one or two storylines that just, like, oh, okay, you got kind of lazy, and you just writing in some stuff to kind of fill in the time. But overall, Yellowstone is one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Man, Yellowstone is great. People love that show. I got to give it a chance. I think it's I think mostly because Kevin Costner and his daughter carry the first couple seasons, then after that is a couple of the characters, like Rip. Like I, I identify with Rip because he deals with like a crazy woman. I ain't saying my wife is crazy. I'm just saying, baby, I love you. But, <laughs> well, you know, I think we all have. Yeah, I, I think you know she, she, she'll probably say that I'm crazy too. But every once in a while, I gotta deal with some stuff. Like, oh man, I just, just you know, just man shit, man. You gotta deal with your wife, man, to like make decisions for you, and you know, you gotta do stuff that she wants to do. And I don't know, she, she's, she's, she's a very hard woman to love sometimes. And I, I love her unconditionally, but every once in a while, she be like, man, like. Oh man, I wish I could just divorce you for like half a day, man, so I can get a break, man. But you know what? I'll come running right back. You ever try to fake break up with your girl? Like, like well, go ahead. Like like on the episode of Martin. Like, like get out of here. Step. Go. So she walked away. Get out over here. Get back over here. I'm just playing. I'm just
2: playing. This, well, that's what Richard Pryor said. Remember he was telling his wife, "Look, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you want your bag? I'll give you your bag. And he said, uh, I'll show you where to get your stuff and get all your stuff. And he said, get to the door. He's like, I don't. I don't know how the hell you going to get uh, get out of here because I'm going to shoot the hell out of this car. <laughs> he said, you can't leave me, baby. Please don't leave. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to be driving because you're not driving this motherfucker. So
0: he said, you shot the engine. <laughs> he said, you can't leave, you can't leave me. <laughs> I feel the same way. But yeah, yeah. My, my, my wife be on one sometimes. And it, it is one of those shows. I think it's a nice uh couple show for us to watch together because they have characters that – are appealing to the males and the uh the females they have like this one crazy chick on Yellowstone the daughter she is she is so perfectly written as she is she 's very complex she 's very compassionate but she 's very fucking crazy. I can understand why a lot of women like her as a character because she represents a lot of women and how they will want to react and how they do react normally so Overall, I think Yellowstone is is a great show. I think it's a perfectly written show so far. I don't know where they're going to start jumping the shark, but Ryan, Sean, I absolutely... you know Where's this, suggest. Hulu? I think you can find it. It's is Paramount Hulu. Plus? Is Paramount. It? Yeah. I think Paramount. Paramount, they go up... Yeah, Paramount have it right now, but I had to get Apple TV so I can actually watch it in real time when it comes out because I watched it, all the previous stuff on... A, I think it was either Peacock or um, Paramount. I can't remember what the hell it was. And then I got so addicted to it, I actually bought... Apple TV just to keep watching it in real time and then all of a sudden they go on their hiatus so now I'm pissed I feel like Apple TV fucking robbed me man y'all better bring that damn show back that's like cutting off Stranger Things in the middle of the season damn you know how pissed off you would be Uh, it's kind of like how Ryan described like a Game of Thrones going on a hiatus before they brought back to season eight.
1: Oh, you saw what happened to John Snow. You said Snow. it was
0: like seven. Were you were from, what, six? Season seven to eight is where they had the hiatus? Or where, after he killed out uh, John Snow? It was, yes.
1: That was like a year and a half, almost two year hiatus. I feel like I'm doing that right now.
0: I am oh. so sick to my stomach of how long I have to wait for a new episode because they left us on such a cliffhanger on one of the characters actually, like. Like growing a set of balls and staying up to a sister and all of a sudden, bam, they're on a hiatus. I'm like, hmm. what the hell is wrong with y'all? Because they said right, even right now, they're, wa- they're still writing the season as it's being aired right now. They haven't even finished filming it. Usually they film everything and then they'll, they'll chop it up, edit it, and they'll put it out week to week. They're saying still right now they're still filming it, which I still haven't heard of ever before on a TV show. That they're still filming while they're airing it right now. That's really
1: weird. How many episodes are in a season for Yellowstone?
0: I think it's about maybe ten, eleven, something like that. And I think right now they're at episode five or six. Huh. Because you know how they usually do like shows on like a ABC, NBC. They do like a, a mid season finale. Y'all remember that show? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. being oh, yeah. a thing, yeah. This has to be the longest mid season finale break that I've ever heard of in my life. I feel like it's been at least two months since I've seen the last episode. I am really pissed that they're doing this. So Yellowstone writers, directors, anybody within earshot of this podcast right now, if y'all can find them, slap the shit out of them for doing <laughs> this to me. Cause I want Yellowstone to come back like right the fuck now. This is a great show. And I really
2: need this in my life.
0: All right. That's the end of my rant on that one. Y'all need to watch Yellowstone. Yeah, that I'm going to check that out. You
2: mentioned that I, for me it was anything like as far as, um, you know, uh, shows go, it was just, Shish Creek. I watched a lot of that this weekend. Um, And I would say also say uh, Mandalorian. I mean, you can't go wrong with Mandalorian. I know people, not a Star Wars fan, but I know just off of Baby uh, Yoda alone, that's going to get a lot of people back. So give that a try. You don't need to watch watch all the Star Wars to watch this or anything. You can just start from season one, like Tommy said, and just pick up from there. And, of course, uh, like I said, it's just Creek if you want to try that. That's on Hulu. It's I didn't think I would like this humor, but i I'm kind of addicted to it now because I don't got to learn the family and I got to learn what's going on and they're just stuck in this motel for the rest of this time. And it's just even if they thought they got out a couple of episodes back that I watched and they they didn't. But uh this is a good show to watch. I think it's it's pretty funny for, for the most part. So yeah, Eugene yeah. Levy He's great. He man. is very yeah. and uh Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara is killing it for she, me. Yeah, yeah.
0: She literally saves the show for, for me. real. She's for real. so over the top. So bougie as shit. I know. Really. And every episode yeah. I see her in like some crazier, crazier outfit. <laughs> She'd be geared up for her, I guess. And a in a wig episode. that don't match a dance. <laughs> Hell no, she got an all-
2: Black and white with a pink wig on, you know what I mean? But I feel like this is exactly how Madonna would act if she went broke, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and uh, they're starting to actually come up, having like a little bit of a come up in the one uh, episode that I'm in. They're starting to have some come up here and and it's trying to change the things a little bit. But it's just a good show to watch. You can watch this with your significant other and give that a try. So that's all I've watched as far as uh, binge worthy or anything. So no, oh, and I gotta watch Shit's Creek. And uh, the second question I was gonna ask
1: for this week's mm-hmm. episode. Uh, stems from a uh, movie uh, similar podcast to us. They do a, a live stream on YouTube day five Monday through Friday. It's the John Campia show. So every once in a while in our old group text message, I'll send you guys an honest trailer uh, where they kind of make fun of the bad parts. I of do Popper like movie. those honest trailers. <laughs> they <laughs> Just, are funny. Yeah. Uh, the uh, YouTube channel that creates those are called Screen Junkies and uh, they Went through mass layoffs about two years ago, but John Campia he was one of those layoffs, and they had a a pretty awesome Star Wars show called Jedi Council took part in, but everybody went their separate ways off that. John Campia show is a good movie show. They stream a two hour show Monday through Friday from one thirty three thirty. It's good, but they had a really good question that I wanted to ask you guys on there, and uh, but yeah, they've been raving about Shits Creek as well on that show okay uh yeah that, so that, i i definitely i give it a chance um,
2: and I, I knew about schitt's creek for a long time and just was like this can't be my my type of humor and but you know i said the same thing about seinfeld and you introduced me to that i was like all right this is not bad it's not that bad it's eugene levy you, you i love eugene the man hit eyebrows this dude is hilarious by himself his son is on there his real son plays his son in the show and his daughter is that you know that redhead girl uh, twyla
1: Twyla,
2: Twyla. I um, mean, you know, in the show, Tommy oh. would know. Uh, oh, the, the daughter? That's his real daughter, too. Really? Yeah. Yep, that's his real daughter. Do- you know you, you know the girl that work in the restaurant that they always talk to? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's his actual daughter in real life. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep, Twyla, whatever her name is. So, yeah, I looked that up. But, yeah. But, okay, keep it
0: in the family. Yeah, right, man, oh, oh yeah, he got his
2: them. son and daughter in, in the business. So, no, they yeah. they, they struggle with
0: that one. Oh, I, yeah. love that. I love oh, that yeah. damn show. Oh, if, yeah.
1: If you still got your Apple Plus uh, membership, Tommy, uh, Eugene Levy, he's got a he's got a show on there now where he travels to different parts of the world. Something that Eugene Levy on vacation somewhere. I watched the first two episodes. And it's pretty damn good. He was talking about how uh, he never really liked going on vacation. He doesn't like change. But now that he's getting older, he says uh, you got to take his friends and family. You got to see the world. It, it's pretty damn good. Uh, I'm drawing a blank, but it's a Eugene Levy Apple Plus show. Um, of him traveling traveling different places that, i feel like that, that's been done before that oh it has and it's just based on if you like eugene levy the reluctant like traveler there we yeah. go the reluctant yeah. traveler yeah. thank you for looking that up yeah. thank you um real quickly while we're on binge um main reason i want to bring this up because it ties into sean's favorite movie blade oh yeah i love it when you bring it back to Blade. Go, <laughs> go ahead somebody
2: <laughs> just asked me about blade today i don't know what i was talking about and they ask me about Blade when they're gonna do Blade because they know I like Blade. Like, what is going? What is Blade? At this coming point, back, I man? don't even want them to make
1: it. Just leave it alone.
2: That I heard surgery.
0: they're not gonna start filming that until like at least uh, sometime this summer. They're they're still like three months out from actually filming because I remember they had a problem with actually finding a director. They found a director, then the director quit, then he had to find another
1: director. So that's what slowed it down that they couldn't find a director mm-hmm. to it's, stay on the project. And they're pushing back. Uh, The Marvels as well. That got pushed back, I think. They can keep
2: that shit. (laughs) There's so many people posting stuff on Facebook about this Mahershala Blade I don't know what to believe you know I don't know what to that's what with. I hate yeah. it's kind of like the clickbaities yeah yep.
0: clickbaity stuff and that and I hate when uh people make fan-made
2: trailers yeah yep. I hate yep. that. oh yeah they just they get me every time because I'm so yearning time. for something new I'll vote for those puts bit, beat, uh, bits and pieces from the old movies and try to trick you and shit like I mean, I've seen this shit already you know and
1: apparently uh one of our favorite actors Michael John White he's keeping that alive I I, I follow Michael Jai White on Facebook Keeping and Twitter. Uh, the the fake fan made trailers. Oh. He posts those trailers all the time, oh, and it's man. not you even just for his that. movie. It's, that's all he posts about it is Bruce Lee and his fan made trailers. He's been talking about I Am Legend two for
2: damn near five years
1: now. I it's saw some stuff big- with
2: him. He made me mad because he was he was talking about uh, he could beat Bruce Lee or something like that. What? Like, Michael Jai White said he that. He said that. Yeah, he said that he was too small. He would beat him because he's, you know. No, Michael B. Jordan said that. It was no, Michael. It White. I remember that. Yeah, one. Michael J. White said that. He said like Bruce Lee was too small. He was only like 130 pounds, and he would, he would have, he would have beat Bruce yeah. Lee. I'm like, man, sit your big ass down. You, you know sparring. what? I can't completely dismiss that. I don't know. I mean, he, he is badass. He's yeah. Michael J. White is
0: a legitimate
2: fighter. From what a legitimate. I have seen the footage of. He he, well, he is pretty legit. Yeah, if we consider Bruce Lee to be one of the best kung fu artists of all time, or I don't know, best, I've never seen him fight like Neither. I can't say that. I've d- seen him do push-ups with two fingers. I either. know, but we don't know if that means anything. Yeah, well, that means – and I ain't seen
1: nobody do that. We well, if he can't do a Jet one push, Jet Lee punch, did it,
2: didn't he? Jet Lee can do it. Now with, with two fingers?
0: No, he got to do the five-point uh, exploding heart trick for me to believe that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't believe you. You need more people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know Michael J. White. He's bulky it- and big, but I think – Shit, Wesley Snipes might give him some crap. You know, the old Wesley Snipes. Situation. That'd be a good fight. Yeah, yeah. So no,
0: because when you get into those conversations, the next thing you know, somebody's like, "Well, what about what about Steven Seagal?"
2: And I'm like, "Man, shut up!" His <laughs> <right, shut> <laughs> fat ass ain't doing nothing but trying he's to be Russian. Said,
1: he deserves to go in that conversation. He said, 90 Seagal."
2: If you watch, get a chance before we move on. Watch Michael J. White and um, it's called Vlad TV. He talks about all these martial artists: Van Dam, Steven Seagal. I gotta
1: see. I love the he, guy
2: because uh, he he's trying to point out what they would how he would beat them. And he said Stevens he's talked about Steven ago. He's like, he's real, but um, he was like uh, – he was he he'd be too slow or something. like He was talking about every – Bruce Lee gently. He talked about everybody, how what their weaknesses would be and how he would beat them. I'm like, all right, man. See, you that's know? a little bit different as opposed yeah. to him saying, I'm the
1: best fighter of all time.
2: No, he didn't say that, but he did say he could beat Bruce Lee. He didn't say that. He, would, he said he was too light. He was too small.
1: Somebody yeah. like me saying that is disrespectful. Michael he's, Jai he's White, he, he's yeah. kind of earned that right. In my book, he can make comments like that. He – just because I don't I don't expect – I expect Kobe Bryant to I, – which I know he does. Kobe yeah. Bryant thinks he
2: would or, beat the hell out of Michael thought, Jordan. Yeah, he would have yeah, yeah. beat Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. LeBron James Maybe. thinks he's the best player of right, all time. Right, right, right. He's, he's not going to say I'm somebody – as a man, you don't want to say somebody's going to whoop my ass. But you're talking about some of the best comfort artists of all time. That's a different story. Jet Lee, Bruce Lee, I mean, all those guys. Yeah, so – I'm, yeah. I'm going to give – which I, I'm shocked
1: he said it because this dude worships Bruce Lee. Yeah. This dude – Michael Jai White. He,
2: he did a demonstration on that. What Tommy he said that little punch, and he was showing how Bruce Lee did that and stuff. But he was the saying two like, inch punch. Yeah, he said I, he wouldn't get me with that because I would be this and I would grab him. I'm like, all right, man, come on. Now I, mean? I don't
1: know if uh, it doesn't it doesn't make you the best fighter. But no, no. It has been proven online. If you see Jet or Bruce Lee hitting a ping pong ball with, with nunchucks, that's real. That's not real. Oh, I'm about to say that's not right, real. Just, but you can see footage of the two. The two-inch punch, the two-finger push-ups, and him throwing a grain of rice in the air and catching it with chopsticks. that That is legit. Man, Bruce Lee
0: ain't shit, man. I've seen uh, Daniel <laughs> son do that and try to kill that I, shit. That's
1: sad. Uh, and he I, would absolutely get his ass whooped uh, by the, Brad Pitt. I seened it. I sinked it. Was, I, and I remember I was so mad because I was on the verge of wearing my Bruce Lee shirt. To that damn once upon a time in Hollywood, and Brad Pitt whooped his ass, whooped his ass, and just how they made him over the top with the I was I was so disappointed with uh, Tarantino doing that. I I see you want to make a point that Brad Pitt's character is a badass. I get it, but don't disrespect Bruce Lee like that. Make it seem like he was just a Hollywood phony. I didn't I didn't like that, but you guys steer me off course. We got way back to Blade. I'm I'm gonna real quickly one of my favorite TV shows is the is the channel v- Vice that's one of my favorite TV channels is Vice and stick with me here there's a great series they have going on there called sex before the internet and it's pretty much how it's not just about sex but even how people dated and how they sold sex so they have an episode about those uh, 80s and 90s phone chats remember 1 yeah. 900 talk to somebody they interview people on there on there. Uh they had an uh episode regarding the porn industry, and one of the biggest stars of the porn industry in the eighties when they were still selling VHS tapes was a lady by the name of Tracy Lords. And that I is have the, no idea who the hell that either is. either. did I girl. I saw it. She's the redhead girl that starts the movie Blade Out or s- says Oh, you got a surprise that leads yeah, the guy yeah. into that uh Into that uh,
2: slaughterhouse. he goes, every every time I watch that, he goes in there like an idiot. He was trying to get some ass. (laughs) He should have known every time. he Dude, you going in there again? You're going to get fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah. But, no, yeah. That red-haired girl was in the car with him? Yep, Tracy Lord. She kind of
1: destroyed the porn industry for quite a while. Uh, She um, started when she was 16 using a fake birth certificate. So all of her early... Adult films were actually illegal because she was underage, so they were at all the people behind those. Some of them got jail time, but it was illegal for them to sell those. So she cost people millions of dollars. But I thought that was pretty fascinating because yeah, me seeing Blade twenty times, uh, that that opening scene always stood out. Yeah, and, I'm gonna and, rip
2: your fucking head off. She yeah, said that the
1: blade and he just, oh yeah, she started quick off work. In, quick you don't you yeah. don't see porn actresses starring in and major hollywood or having roles in a major hollywood so yeah, i was, I was pretty fact but yeah uh, binge worthy there sex before the internet it'll bring back some good times for sure yeah
0: okay now let's get to our next segment let's get to the new releases all right now i already know sean went to his so i'm just gonna get mine out the way because you know my my wife you know i let her pick the movie i always roll my eyes and i just it's, <laughs> it, it really is a crap shoot when you let your when you let your significant other pick the pick the movie, especially if they're not like the cinema lover <laughs> like you are. Oh my god! He was like, "Oh, I, I, was, I was telling my I was telling my wife the other day. I was like, hey, babe, like you want to go to the movie?' Because it was a Tuesday and I didn't have nothing else to do. And I was like, hey, you want to go see a movie?' I did that thinking like maybe she was going to say Ant Man, maybe she was going to say something else she hadn't seen yet. She's like, "Oh, you want to watch the new Magic Mike? Oh, that's on digital streaming now, isn't it?" And I said, "Fuck! I forgot <laughs> that was still in theaters." Like. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll watch it. I ain't going to lie. I enjoyed myself. (laughs) I ain't going to lie about it. I'm I'm secure enough. was like, you know what? This this was actually a very well-directed movie. And dare I say, the Magic Mike trilogy is actually pretty damn good. If y'all haven't gotten into it, it's actually not as bad as you're making it out to be. Like, granted, you got to see, you know, people taking off their shirt, but then again, we watch Marvel movies. They yeah, want superhero they ain't take off his fucking shirt.
3: <coughs> I mean, All of
0: them did it. I would do Captain about- America, Iron Man had his shirt off, Thor constantly lives with his clothes off. Oh, Every yeah, last yeah. one of them take their shirt off. So at some point, you got to see some you some, some moments the in the hey, movie. Right? I watched
1: Boogie Nights fifteen I
0: watched, times. Man, uh, I was
2: waiting uh, for you to not bring that up about that man's dangling. I watched Fifty Shades of Gray. I had to take one for the team. Exactly, uh, I, and I fell asleep during that. Movie. I ain't gonna lie. Man,
1: that movie looked like shit. You know, I got tired I, it, of seeing
2: asses floating off through the screen. Knee knuckle time times hundred in this. Like God damn, this dude is tearing it up, man. Um, but it, it was it was just it's
0: one of those you got to muscle through it. Tea. And once again, my wife made me muscle through it. I have to admit. I actually really enjoyed the Magic Mike uh trilogy. It's actually a very well acted movie and very well written script. So shout out to Channing Tatum and uh Selma Hayek, who who still is fine as all get out, man. Out she aging like a vampire out here. Dead serious. No, it was it was a very well directed movie. It was a lot of great acting and a, the dance se- the dance sequences in this one was incredible. At the very least, Channing Tatum could dance his fucking ass off. <laughs> I am sorry, but I was. I was impressed. I was like, right. God damn, because he was doing those lap dances I was like, God damn. I was looking at my wife. looking at him. I was like, man, you know what? <laughs> I understand what you're going through right now. Go ahead and enjoy the damn movie. And I was yeah. watching. I was like, God damn, I can't do that shit.
1: I think oh, you got shit. to start in one of those dance movies. Actually, uh, Step Up, Step or, Up, or uh, yeah, I, yeah. forget it. Oh yeah, that's same, what it was. dance. I always thought he's a good actor, though. He he's he's he can play action I hero him, and he's funny. I remember funny. him from Coach Carter. With
0: Samuel Jackson. Yeah. He was yes, one of the he basketball was. Yep. Yes, he was. And mm-hmm. I thought his career was going to go a completely different way. And now all of a sudden he's like he's a stripper and he's like pretty much the the model for like uh stripper movies at this point. I was like, all right, fine, that's your lane, stick to it.
2: But get, the, overall, get your money, man.
0: It, it's a shame that he's reduced to like having this kind of role, but if you actually watch the movies for what it is, it's actually a pretty good damn movie at all three of those. The first one, of course, it had Matthew McConaughey, he kinda helped carry that movie. The second one he pretty much carried all by himself. You see uh, you know, Gina Pickett pop up, uh, Childish Gambino. He had a lot of celebrity cameos in this one. But this one, as far as him carrying it by himself with no other real big stars in it other than Selma Hayek, I still have to admit, it was still a pretty damn good movie. It was very entertaining. It's always fun to go to a movie like that when you know it's geared towards women and hear the women in the theater actually react to certain scenes. It's like, ooh, child. I was like, oh, damn, here we go. All right, this is going to be a long-ass movie. Hearing all this shit in the background, like the black ladies in there just sitting there eating all their popcorn and all that. I was like,
3: ooh, no, she didn't. <laughs> Hearing that in the theater, I was
0: like, I'm looking at my wife. She laughing her ass off. I'm like, all right, man, we did her to get this movie over with, man, because I'm getting tired of this, man. Next Ant-Man movie, you know, you're going to watch that nonstop. Every other movie <laughs> I pick, you ain't going to pick no more movies after all this because right. you lost all your movie right privileges on this one. No more picks. But I had to admit, I walked out. and I was like, "Damn, that was actually a pretty good movie." And dare I say, I enjoyed that a little bit more than Ant Man. <laughs>
3: I ain't going. Wow,
0: Ant Man is really. Fell I, off. I'm not
1: surprised you said that. Actually. No, it was
0: actually very entertaining to watch. Channing Tatum deserves a little bit more credit as an actor. Like he does. Like, he's, right? good. He, he, he's hilarious to me. He picked his lane. He knows that he's he's geared his movies more towards like the women. Yes, which is totally fine. It's like as soon as you find your audience, stick to it. But he found his audience, and I think he's perfected his lane. And I think he's doing a great job. So if this ends with this as a trilogy, I have to say this is a pretty damn good trilogy to end on. I thought Magic Might The Last Day was actually pretty good. I'd say it's probably like a 3.9, 4 out of 5 on on my scale, as far as a grade wow. four movie, it was pretty, it was a pretty good movie. It was it was huh. really good. So you know, that's all I have for this week as far as the new releases. I was going to get to a second one, but Sean talked me out of it. So well, Sean, take it away. I give you. Uh,
2: <laughs> I watched two movies that I, I'm going to go over real quick. Uh, the first one is uh, they have a we have a ghost with Anthony Mackie and oh, strap uh, in. Here David Harbor, who I didn't even know was in it. He just showed up in it. this family moves into a house in like some part of Chicago houses haunted uh of course it's an old big ass house i don't even know why they would want to move in this house it looks like the most haunted house of all time well the house yeah, the yeah. housing market is what it is right when you right. find a decent house you take it i guess so Man, because this looks it i mean this says haunted all over so they move in uh anthony Mackey works for like i don't know like a radio shack kind of looking place maybe i can't remember oh so uh, he's about to lose his job yeah all he's right. got two, <laughs> <laughs> he works for some kind of uh, he works for some kind of electronic store And he's got two sons, and, you know, one of them is super sensitive. The other one's cool as hell and drives an orange charger. The other one is teenage, 15, 14, and super sensitive. He didn't want to move there. He's listening to music that you probably wouldn't think he should listen to. What a cliche. Yeah. I get it. Super sensitive, and then he goes up in the attic and he sees a ghost, which is trying to scare him, and he's not scared of it, of course. And the ghost is David Harbour, the dude who plays uh Stranger Things. Yeah, red, he's playing red, a lot. He's him. playing a lot of stuff, I'll give it that. But he doesn't speak. He just goes. He just what? makes noise like that. And um so he can't talk but he, he can make noise? He, he makes noise to try to scare you but once he um he, he after he learns that he couldn't scare the main character then they kind of talk without him talking. He just mentions stuff and he'll do it and stuff. He shakes his hand and he's trying to figure out why he's there and to to send him off into the, you know, the heaven, I guess. It's 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 bad. Like so the whole main thing is trying to figure out why he's a ghost and Anthony Mackey and all them, they end up uh, trying to make money off of this ghost because they, they they videotape and they get it on YouTube and they get all these hits and stuff. And every, all these ghost hunters and then Stifler's mom is in there. Uh, she plays like a, a medium or something. They trying to talk to David Harbour and shit and he's trying to scare him out of the house and stuff. It, it, it was terrible. It was really bad. Terrible acting. David Harbour didn't even say anything the whole movie it was a couple little funny scenes where they were running from these cops.
0: So he didn't talk at all. He
2: didn't talk at all. There's a reason. What a waste. Yeah, you're just trying to figure out Easy why paycheck. Yeah, yeah. Know. You're just trying to figure out why he's a me? ghost and why he he's not in heaven. And there's a backstory of why he's in that house. And they get they get into all that. Uh, it got a little bit better towards the end, but the acting was so bad. And they got some like. Um, our guy Scott said it got some people in there from Marvel, the dude from um, she Hawk, one of the main, uh, one of the head ups in Marvel. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's in there. There's an old guy with silver hair, he plays in there. It's a couple other names besides Anthony Mackie and David Harbor that I don't, I know, I know their face, but I just don't know their names. Um, it just, it's, I, I got to say, I think it's for kids. If I look at it with a kid's glasses or a kid's mind, I think I for sure with. Would probably like it more. Maybe that's what the reason why I didn't like it as much. But I couldn't believe the acting. I'm like, this is terrible. This is terrible. I can't believe they made this for Netflix. Just say it. It sucks. Anthony Mackie. Even if you were yeah. a kid, yeah. I, it would still it suck. It would probably still suck. Anthony Mackie, I thought he would be doing something bigger than this. David Harbour, it looks like they just, you know, Netflix. Is probably, he's, he's probably Netflix one of Netflix' go-to people. All right, let, let me David ask Harvard you this so I can kind of uh, yeah. get a
0: scale of this. Yeah. What do you think was better this movie or Ernest Scared Stupid?
2: Ernest Scared Stupid. Wait, God damn. I would bad. never say anything negative Ernest, about Ernest that. Ernest Scared movie. Stupid right, is one if, of my favorite.
0: If we being movies. honest, yeah. they're corny ass movies.
2: Yeah, Ernest goes to jail, but Ernest is Ernest funny goes though. Basketball yeah, camp. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ernest, <laughs> Ernest, <laughs> Ernest, all that shit. You're gonna crack yeah. a rib with Ernest every now and then. This didn't make me laugh. This actually had like a, more of a sentimental story behind it. Like, I'll let you watch it and you tell me what you think.
0: Okay, do you but, remember that Marlon Wayans movie that he made? Uh, it's,
2: the it's, uh, the sleepy hollow yeah, yeah, or whatever whatever hell it was was it say, was it as bad as that one I would say I like that better sleepy damn, that one really? that scary whatever because it had our girl from uh, Destiny's Child in there what's oh, her oh, name all right. <laughs> Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland looked good in that one but shout out to the ladies yeah, yeah. But that movie looked like crap. it was bad too that was that sucked too but this sucks worse than that I'm giving this one brownie point God damn that ain't a good out of, brownie out of five I didn't even give it a half a point but uh, I only given it one brownie point because I did. I did laugh a couple times. That was it. Other than that, I was like, I was like, I can't believe I watched this entire crap. You know, what I mean, it's one of those when you waste an hour and a half, like, God damn it, what the hell? I watched this. I've watched worse, but this is part of like this, is the worst movie I've seen all year. Oh, so I'm mean, giving that one one brownie point. Anthony Mackie had no business being in this. David Harbor, he must have just, he probably took it for the check. He owed somebody on this. Netflix one Netflix be throwing out
1: cash. Yeah, like they it's must.
2: It's, the, the production didn't even look all that good. It didn't. It didn't have that huge production that I thought it would have. I thought it was just going to be something sneaky good. So it didn't. It, it didn't have that so one brownie point that's my lowest pride I've ever given that is get. very unfortunate and then I watched The Woman King which I I did like much better I did like that much better but um, I, I won't say that was bad I, I, I won't say that was good or bad um, I did like Viola Davis the girl that you mentioned from um, uh, WandaVision mm-hmm. I did not know that was her she was or the, uh, Mar- Captain Marvel is it Captain, Marvel, Captain or Marvel or WandaVision oh
0: she did like a, she yeah, was, like, yeah, she a was Cap- Maria Rambo
1: And And, uh, uh, she was in a 007
2: movie. Yeah, 007 had a brief role in Dr. Strange. Okay, yep, yep, yep. She played a really good character. This was her best role ever. For sure. It's like a a female, all-female military. And Viola Davis is like the general of that. And um, they just go around, you know, in the first part, they're kind of like trying to rescue... uh, survivors and you know uh, oh yeah some girls were kidnapped yeah, kidnap like and stuff like that and they just go and they, they're super big they're super strong that they're you know they're trying to outdo the men and stuff like that they want to be better you know what i mean and they're very tough and they like recruit like a whole new team of girls and you get to know these new girls and stuff and it's like they put them through this you know vigorous training and all that stuff and um it, it was pretty good i i i, I like viola davis i love her she did a hell of a job as the general. There's a backstory with her that was pretty sad. Uh, it was pretty tough to watch. You didn't show all of it, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was just a middle of the road movie. I, if I never see it again, I wouldn't be crazy about you know not seeing it again. I did give this one a three out of five brownie points. That's solid. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty good. Yeah, thought, John uh, Boyega's uh, no, in there. I enjoyed there. it a lot. Um, there's some, like I said, there's some, some good fighting scenes. I felt like the, the, the fighting wasn't all that great to me, though. It was heavily yeah, edited. Yeah, for sure. And they I, didn't show I, everything. It must have been PG-13, It right? was. Yeah, it would have been yeah, with, been with the subject matter. For sure. And the battles
1: they were depicting. It should have been. gone hard. You do
2: get a Dora Milaje feel as far as how they operate and how they're super tough and they're they're protecting you know they're the female army you don't see a lot of female military you know i mean and how they're, they're what their creed is and how they go about things so uh it was it was pretty good i'll give it a middle of the road grade uh the woman king Uh viola davis she 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 did a hell of a job though i do like her in this so uh those two were the movies i've seen new new projects i've seen this far so yeah all right ryan but- what the hell do you get? Or oh, if you even seen the Woman King, did you already
1: give a review of it? I did. I liked it. I would give it four out of five. Okay, I'll give it a four out of five. I thought it was very solid, very well worth watching. Uh, would have benefited just slightly from just going with the hard R, yeah, because there was some pretty tough subject matter they deal with in here. Um, it would have helped the battle scenes a lot more. I've seen a couple. A little more blood and we're getting impaled. I would have have liked that. But, yeah, I I really enjoyed The Woman King. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, actually. Far more than the the movie I saw this week, which uh, is hitting streaming services. I'm pretty sure, I know time flies, I'm pretty sure it came out in either January or February. This is the latest from Mr. M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) You watched The Knock at
0: the Cabin? I watched oh, okay. Knock at the Cabin. Man. Okay, I
1: already heard Sean's review of it. I'll, I'll get the positive out the way first. I will say that um, Dave Bautista is a star.
2: I told you, man. Dave he nailed Bautista it, This
1: yes. is is a, is a yes. star. This man is, is... Is this
0: his best acting role so far?
1: Hmm. It could be. I I didn't give a thought.
0: Because, of course, we've seen him as Drax. Drax, and of course he was in the Army of the, the Dead. Yeah. Army of the Dead. Of the Dead. Um, this I, one, Knock at the Cabin, uh, the Knives Out movie that came out recently.
1: I enjoyed him. I'll probably
0: say. Then of course he had a very small part in the the new Blade Runner.
1: Yes, I would say his role in Blade Runner and Knives Out had more of impact, impact on me yeah. as a as a viewer. I enjoyed his character in there, but uh, he he was by far the best part of this movie. Oh yeah, which um, I wish I. I liked it more. It, it's, I'll give it two and a half out of out of five. Yeah, I think I gave it three. Five. So yeah, so it's just middle of the road. It's nothing very, amazing. Nothing amazing at all. Didn't
2: have a twist
1: at the end. It's just kind of that's what he's known for. His yeah, He didn't do that. So, and a certain part of me is thankful because I don't want him just to be a big gimmick where you're just waiting for a big twist. And I was expecting a big twist. Well, uh, that's what you sell your fans
0: on come on, man. If he didn't come up with a big twist, then what's the point of it?
1: Um, Every single one of his movies is supposed to have some big-ass twist in it. And I don't... Even uh, if it is something to, stupid as the happening of trees killing you. Yeah. <laughs> Not true, but uh, you don't want to get stuck in that box either as an artist. Okay, We're, I agree with that. So he's got to expand. So I, I, I was one positive, but the resolution wasn't good either. Uh, uh, it, it's pretty much at face value what you're getting. And so, not having a twist was a positive, but the ending was still extremely underwhelming. Yeah. And it seems like he is deliberately making low-budget movies now. Um, well, doesn't he pretty much produce it himself? He has for these last two. I, I know for a fact he because I feel like I think I'm pretty sure old was completely produced on his yeah. own pocketbook. See, yeah. So did you like old? I didn't like old either. Did you like old I, I, better I, than this? No. Okay. I, this was better than old for me. I enjoyed, All right. So
0: what do y'all think is his best movie then? Who? M. Night, Unbreakable. Semillon?
2: Unbreakable. Yeah. Because I think it's split. Did he make six cents? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, six cents. Yeah, I would go with six cents for sure. I I, 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 can, I can.
0: I can argue. Pretty strongly that Split might have been his best movie, the one with James McAvoy. Yeah, I yeah, when he had all I the
2: personalities. That yeah. was
0: that was leaps and bounds better than I've seen in Unbreakable. Split had me going crazy. I thought it was so damn good. Did you like Glass? No, I, I, I thought it, I liked how he tried to make it into a universe, but at the end, the the fight at the end, it wasn't worth it. Yeah, it was. I didn't. It was very anticlimactic for
3: me. It, 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 it was
0: boring. It, it didn't really like hit like it was supposed to hit. The little bit of twist at the end with Samuel Jackson proving that he is the smartest man in the room, no matter where he is. I thought that was a nice little twist. Yeah. That he
2: So you like that better than Six Sense? Six Sense was good, but I,
0: when I watched Split, I, I overall the entire movie had me engaged. Yeah. Six Sense, the twist at the end was kind of like, oh, that's where you blow up your whole fucking brain. That was brain. a huge
2: twist. I, a I've huge never, twist. I've never
0: seen a great, I've never seen a good twist like that. Other than me watching uh, the Jeepers Creepers, where they actually kill him at the end, which kind of blew my mind too as a young viewer, but. Oh, because I'm so used to like the bad guy losing and him winning at the oh, end. Oh, when he took like, old oh, boy fuck. with him, yeah, and he actually yeah, skinned yeah. him alive and he he took his skin. I was like, holy shit, that wasn't supposed to happen. So that was pretty cool. That was a nice little twist. But uh, Six Sense, it was it definitely blew my mind when I was younger. But Split, now as an adult, I have to say it had more of an impact as on a viewer for me. I thought that was I thought that was easily his best movie. Well, I'm not going to say easily. That's that's very offensive. I'm sorry. Because Unbreakable and Six Sense, all that stuff is nothing to be scoffed at. But Split. I was fully engaged the entire movie, and I have to put that on the back of James McAvoy for carrying that One of well, the best performances ever. It was, it was tremendous. For the history books. I loved that damn movie. I thought he did so damn that was, good. That was damn good. That was damn So, good. I
2: wanted to ask you if, if maybe you caught on, Ryan, but why did they choose those two guys? Like, did they ever say? Why did they choose? Those, they didn't. Not, well, I mean, why did God choose those two guys? Why
1: did? They didn't. They didn't. I don't think they said. Yeah. They, I don't think they said. They, they pretty kinda, much said they were the... the the four horsemen of the apocalypse, because guy was talking to him. Yeah. Um. I don't remember them saying why. That might have been one of the reasons I, I didn't. It didn't amount to anything. They hinted to the guys having like an
2: anger issue. Remember they were getting he got beat up in the bar and he he, he ended up buying a gun or something like that to protect himself.
0: Yeah, I might have to watch those, a YouTube think piece. Yeah, that was one out. of the,
2: those. Were actually one of the better
1: moments of the movie, mm-hmm. seeing how they dealt with. Uh, Life as a as a homosexual. homosexual. Couple, yeah. Um, I mean, it was just it was slow paced. Uh, there was really n- nothing to really keep me engaged because I I was it was it was the definition of mediocre for me. I wanted to like this movie more than I did. Uh, this is bottom tier. It. it some of his uh, style is starting to become a gimmick. Um, the way he frames things, it's unnecessarily artsy sometimes seems like he's just trying to show off oh look, look how creative i can be for something that's not even that exciting there's one scene where the well, game gig- that's was showing off if you can do it so go ahead do can, it but sometimes it gets like i'm a huge david fincher fan but uh, you, well, you think I was, it gets gimmicky sometimes yeah uh, if you've ever seen panic room i didn't need to see all of, they start zooming in everything Oh, it's one time. Now that one shot that they do when
0: they're going through the the house and they go through the glass and everything, I thought that was pretty. It had some
1: awesome. It, it, had,
0: it was a pretty good one. It, was it necessary? Absolutely not. But it was so damn fun to watch. <laughs> it
1: was okay. Sometimes it, it'd be a little gimmicky, but yeah, it's what, like Michael Bay and his explosions. Like you know what you're going to get into. Exactly, yeah. you know, and I mentioned Bad Boys too, where they have that cool shot where the cameras rotating around the room during a mm-hmm. gunfight. But then it goes on for five minutes, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. stop you the damn were the one. All right, I I, li- I feel like you you gave me a bad dream.
0: I literally had like a dream of somebody complaining about that shot, and I kept thinking, like, who in my life would complain about that fucking rotating shot in Bad Boys Two? And I kept thinking, like, it couldn't have been
1: Ryan. I that was Ryan me. Like, I
0: was like, was what the me. fuck is wrong with him? Dude. It was. It started off
1: awesome, like, oh yeah, that's sweet. But then it just kept going, and then the, the effect wears off after after i was happy that he wasn't just blowing shit up for once it was actually a pretty cool shot i was like all
0: right go ahead michael bay that was a cool (laughs) shot it was was a very cool shot was it necessary absolutely not but it was fun to watch (laughs) It was fun to watch it was was absolutely fun to watch i Uh, kept thinking like that was a cool ass shot if ryan had said
1: anything else maybe i would (laughs) have let it go but there you go just just just
0: stepping all over my fun. if it would have been
1: 30 seconds or a minute um I, it would have been it would have had a bigger effect just because it was it was so new at the time you'd never seen nothing like that but that scene goes on for five minutes and it's just a rotating camera. I get it. Oh, it didn't enhance the scene at, at a certain we, point. I it was. think we, as viewers,
0: suffer more from Zach, from Zack Snyder's slow-mo shots than we yeah, would a uh, Michael sure. Bay wrote. Yeah. He slow-moes he slows at least an extra 15 minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, this movie should have been over a long time ago. I should be in my car right now, but you know, slow-mo shots has got the best of them. But, yo, know, I, I get what you're saying. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I enjoyed it as a viewer. I thought it was pretty cool to watch. Uh, that was... By far the the least of my nitpicks of that movie. Bad Boys Two is awesome, by the way, but it's it's a long ass movie. But and it I was find my really yeah for sure a lot a lot of stuff I I complain about it's it's not a problem for a lot of people who love that movie. I I didn't like that whole ramming the ambulance into the morgue scene and they're pulling out. Livers and all this off of the dead bodies. You could have cut that scene out. The movie it still have been okay. It was funny. The the rats banging each other in the attic. Completely unnecessary. Completely. But unnecessary. It was funny. It was funny though. It was funny. <laughs> I, I I didn't enjoy that scene as much as other people. Well, I, you're not supposed to enjoy a rats. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I, laugh as much. I, I was, saying. Saying. but uh, I digress. Uh, knock at the cabin. It was I. Right. Um, you said it was like two point five out of five. Two point five out of five. Real quickly. A uh, movie I stumbled upon uh, a couple months ago when I finally got around to watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, 2022 release. Um, from the brains of two geniuses, Key and Peele. Um, stop motion animation movie by the name of Wendell and Wild. I have no idea what the hell um, you just said. Um... It's on Netflix, and it's a Monkey Paw production. Wendell and Wild? Wendell and Wild. Never heard of this. Um. And it's from I, Key, you said it's from Key and Peel? Key and Peele, it's uh, from the same director of Coraline and Nightmare. Before. Uh, I don't I, I. It's, it's, <laughs> All right, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, go ahead. yeah, they're, they're the producers, and yeah, I believe they got a writing credit. The two main characters, Wendell and Wilder, they look just like Key and Peel. and they're pretty much uh, demons from the underworld uh, who try to convince this girl to summon them back to the world of the living by convincing her that they can bring her their her dead parents back and uh this movie is a solid four out of five for me but i truly feel if they can make a follow-up to this and outdo the predecessor that the uh, main character's movie who character's name is cat elliot very good voice work by an actress i never heard of lyric ross uh goth black girl this she would be instantly iconic just like you see people dressing up as jack skeleton for halloween kat elliott with if this movie catches on or if they make a sequel i think this will be a very popular halloween costume she's instantly iconic uh from from for dress style green hair um just a great movie character uh angela bassett does good voice work in this and uh I really enjoyed it. This is one of the better uh, comedies, animated movies I've seen. It uh, doesn't really knock any of the genres out the park. So as far as it uh, being scary, not that scary. Uh, straight comedy, not a whole lot of laughs. But it does it does it solidly enough where I was very much entertained for the hour and 30 minutes. Um, me being a stop motion animation fanatic, this is one of the better ones. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, if you're a Keen Peel fan, give Window and Wild a chance. Uh, yeah, a lot of their heart and humor shine through in this. I think most adults and children will probably enjoy this one. You know, stop motion animation is really hit and miss for me. It can be. I I wasn't the biggest fan of James and the Giant Peach when it came out.
0: Like the, I can only think of maybe one movie that I know for sure that is stop motion animation that came out recently, and that's a uh, Paranorman, which I enjoyed. I love that movie that was awesome. damn movie. It was so damn funny that some of the sequences they had in that damn movie. But for the most part, I, I I have to say I fully appreciate and I applaud everybody that's involved in that because that's a very long, tedious process to make a movie like that. Big time. And I don't have the patience to even wait for a bowl of cereal at this point <laughs> in my life. So so watch somebody make something like that. It's I have a very high appreciation for people who does this kind of thing. This is pure passion being displayed at its full. For sure. So when I see that, it is only when I see that stuff and I see it wasted on movies that I think are subpar, like, Car- like Coraline or whatever the fuck that movie was. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You
1: don't like Coraline?
0: I can uh, Let me be careful because I don't feel like sending you home mad. I just felt like it was very creepy and it, it was very off-putting for me. Kind of like me watching Edward Scissorhands or something like that. It's just very weird. It was. It's not my style with like the button sewn on the eyes thing. I was like, man, this is creepy as hell. This is not a kids' movie, is it? And it's like, oh, it is. Like, oh man, it is. It it just felt very weird. And I feel like the way that you're describing this new one, it feels like,
1: well, yeah, like Afro punk or some shit. If you, um, like a black golf, that's Afro punk, isn't it? I feel like that's I never heard that. (laughs) It is now. That's a good way to describe it. In. It's just her, so she's an outcast of of the movie, and uh, so she's like the I don't know, like the the black sheep
0: of the family kind of thing. Is she's just like weird in the well, family? No, or she's
1: she... actually pretty normal, but uh, she. Because I'm scared. looking at the
0: photos of this uh, of this movie, and it looks like she's she
1: looks very. Goth. She's yes. she's, a, she's black goth, but like a black goth. That, that's an oxymoron. That's like black Republican. I never heard that shit. Um, and that's why kind of probably why I liked it. But I will say, if you didn't like Coraline, you probably won't enjoy this. It doesn't delve to that level of weirdness, but it's close. And it's nowhere. I wouldn't say it's as good as Coraline or Night Before Christmas, but her being goth makes sense because she feels responsible for her parents' death at a young age. So she kind of grew up in... and. Um, and group homes, and then she's, uh, being haunted by evil spirits on top of that, who are trying to get her to bring them back f- from the land of the dead to land of living. So you watching your parents drown to death and being haunted by two demons. Uh, I can see why you would want to dress in all black and kind of avoid, uh, having too many friends around.
2: I get it, it. it's well
1: earned. She's not just goth just for the sake of being goth. She's wearing her personality outwards. So yeah, it might not be y'all's cup of tea. For me, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'll try was, to watch it, it this weekend.
0: Watching. I promise. I'll try to watch it this weekend. Just it, to support looks, black cinema. It's it's worth a try. It
1: looks incredibly unique.
0: I don't think I've seen anything like this before, which is I guess we can always say about Camp Peel. You know, especially with him as a director now, he seems to have his own sort of style. Yeah. And he makes something that, for the most part, we really haven't seen before. So I'll let him try to cook in the kitchen in the kitchen on this one. I'm going to try to give it a try. You said it's on Netflix? It is on Netflix, yes. So I'll put that in my queue. Hell, I'll just do it right now since, you know, the internet is my friend right now. I've got a good <laughs> signal. I'll just go ahead and say that one later, and I'll, I'll let you know come next week on what I thought about it. Yeah. No musical numbers either. So, alright that's always a plus I get tired of a dance for you, sure like don't break into a song and dance halfway through the movie <laughs> okay, man i right will start that. to feel it alright now let's that's, that's get caught up on some future projects coming out for one we got Creed 3 which we're gonna
1: go all see tomorrow yeah buddy now, any final thoughts on this one I am pumped can I let me ask you guys a quick question second question of the day month of March Creed 3 mm-hmm. Scream 6 which I am very excited for same here Shazam 2. I want to see Shazam. I'm I'm kind of middle of the road with that one. Pretty bad. Uh, Kylo Ren fighting a dinosaur in 65. 65? Uh, Every time you say Kylo Ren, I'm like, what? No Star Wars coming out? (laughs) (laughs) Adam Driver in 65. Oh, wait. What is that? I saw the trailer for that one. That actually looks pretty good. The trailers look good, but a part of me being a big monster it looks like a ripoff of after earth honestly and that's not a good thing not a good thing and if you're going to make a movie with people getting chased by dinosaurs you got to have at least more than two characters um i don't want to see them evading i want to see a dinosaur eat somebody at least 34 you trying to see somebody get eaten on the toilet like Yeah. yeah you can't you can't have a monster movie with just uh one male lead and a daughter and we know that if they're the only two people in the movie. Well, I'm
0: about to say, we don't know this is going to be the only two people. True. They might
1: find somebody. True. Very true. I, I And prove me wrong. I want this movie to be good. Um, So, Creed 3, Scream 6, 65, Shazam 2, John Wick 4. Oh, yeah. That, I saw the tickets just went on sale. I might have to go ahead and buy those for us because I need to get to that.
2: Uh, Summer's coming it. early. I'll do it. It's my turn. I got it. good it match, John. Yep, I'll get them for everybody. Let What's me know going
1: is. to be the highest grossing movie out of all those this month? Okay, go this over those again. We got three: three, Scream six, okay, Kylo Ren in sixty five, Shazam two, John Wick four. Now, I believe sixty five is probably going to be PG thirteen. I think 65 is going to be at the bottom of the list, if I'm uh, being honest. Might be the highest wit. grossing? Yes, fine. what movie is going to make the most money? Are you talking about now, this like opening weekend, or are you talking about overall? A total gross, and we're just talking about the United States. Not worldwide, just United States. I know Creed 1 and 2, both of those movies made right around $100 million even, which is damn good. For the budgets they have, that's damn good. Uh, Scream 5, I think that might have made around $40, 50 ish total. Scream 5 did. Uh, Shazam one, I think that made around 120, 140 million. John Wick three, about the same. And sixty-five, this is original product, but it's probably gonna be PG thirteen. We don't know. Um I'm leaning towards yeah, John much. Wick four. That's what I'm gonna yeah. pick. I think John Wick four is gonna be the that's gonna make about a hundred and thirty million. And I think Scream Six is probably gonna make around fifty ish, which will still be money maker. Like domestically. Domestically, it's gonna make about fifty. Like total, total fifty. Yeah. Uh, really? Uh, Scream Five didn't make much more than that.
3: Uh,
0: okay. Or Scream Four. Okay. Okay. I'll let
2: you. Go. I'm gonna treat it like the price is right. I'm gonna go last. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I said John Wick Four too. I, I think that because um, I think everybody's anticipating that. With, uh, you know, Keanu Reeves is a big star, so I'm going to go with that one. So, okay, yeah. yeah. 65, if, if it's good, it might end up outgrossing all these
1: if right. it ends up I, being
2: good. But I don't think many people know much about that. No, they're Not advertising the hell out of it. It was on a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. It, yeah. I yeah. think
0: 65 is – I think that's easily going to be, like, the bottom of all these. I know it looks like is like they put a lot of money into it, but I just don't see – it being too appealing to like the casual fans, like they don't really give a shit about it. With Scream
2: being horror, technically. I barely knew it was coming yeah. out until yeah. I saw that trailer. And you yeah. know, I
0: watch trailers all the time. That for one sure. I completely missed, yeah. So, and I'm not saying it's any, uh, you know, it's not a knock on Adam
2: Driver as an actor, like he's a great actor, but I don't think he's that big of a star just yet. Right. Yeah, he's no Keanu Reeves, no. he might be a knockoff to Keanu Reeves, but he's no Keanu Reeves, so. definitely, not. yeah. But I, you don't need to be for a movie no. with dinosaurs. Yes, make a good movie. Right, but I think people are a little like, eh, I don't know, you know what I mean? It's one of those, I don't know nothing about this, so that might not get a lot of people. It's going to have to be word of mouth, like you always say, Ryan. It no, so, could be. Yeah, I
0: think if I had to make my guess, I would say number one would probably be Shazam if I had to think about uh, Total because I think you have to give it a little bit of a booth, cause it's because it's a comic book movie. They have a little bit of a cheat code for them because for one, they're family friendly, and if it is a pretty good one like the first one is, I think it might have longer legs to carry itself a true. little bit longer. I think... What worries
1: me is the bad reception Ant-Man 3 has been getting. That's
0: true. But the problem is Marvel has been steadily going down. DC has been steadily going up. True. It, but, They've been putting out better projects lately. And I think that's really carried them like, uh, like a little bit more into the, the later uh, years as far as their projects coming out. Because I think... Peacemaker was a really good indication of where they're going. Like the last uh, Suicide Squad movie was really indication yeah. of where they're going. They've been putting out good stuff. The Batman that came out, Batman was great. I know, like, uh, what was the one that uh, the Zack Snyder cut? I think bought people back in just a little bit more because his version gave us a better taste, uh better taste in our mouth as far as watching the last Justice League movie. I thought that was a really good one, and the Flash trailer looks like it's pretty damn good. So a lot of people are getting excited about DC again a little bit more than they looking at a. Uh, the Marvel products. So I think that has a better chance, like long-term. I think number two,
1: if I had to guess, I'd say it's a toss up between Creed and uh, probably a uh, John wick. That's where I'm leaning. I'm, I'm going to give the the edge to John wick four, but yeah, those are absolutely number two Shazam two. I really feel that the marketing it'll probably over to life-less. maybe like
0: 50, 60 million. If I had to guess for what? Uh, I think
1: that's just the opening weekend. I think I'm guessing it it be around Shazam two. yes. I'm going to go out. I think John Wick 4 is going to make more overall and more opening weekend than Shazam 2. I really feel that Shazam 2 is going to open less than what his predecessor made. I, I think, think the first one made about 45 million opening yep, weekend. You're right. I think this one's going to be around 25, 30 because the marketing just looks like crap to me. And I think there's so many other options this month. There's only so much money to go around. I think even the. The people who really enjoyed the first one, like I did, they'll see it in the theater. But I don't, I don't see it uh, being the same money maker that the original was. I, I really feel just uh, comic book fatigue is going to set in, even though it's not Shazam's fault. It's just bad marketing. It doesn't look original at all. It looks kind of cheesy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go John Wick four, but John Wick four and Creed three are going to be the two highest grossers of the month for sure.
3: Yeah,
0: I. I think John Wick is going to have long, a longer-lasting like shelf life as far as like because it's coming out at the end of the month, and then after that, it doesn't really have that much competition. That's um, the only I'm thing that sure. has. Witness. That's the only thing it really has going for because I think the next okay. big release after that is probably like what? Like, I'm not sure what
1: comes out in April. April, I don't know.
0: Nothing. I don't. I don't really see anything really challenging it up until then. So if John Wick comes out and it doesn't have any competition after that. Then yeah, I think it has the legs actually make it a little bit longer. I think. Shazam was going to open up to a bigger box office uh weekend. And then maybe he'll kind of limp his way towards like the finish line of like really getting his uh, legs after that. And I think, I think scream, uh, was it, is it five or six? Six. Yeah. Scream six. I think that's going to pro- surprise a lot of people because the last one was so damn good. It got me excited to watch
1: this franchise all over again. Yeah. Same here. Same here. And
0: I like how they're changing the scenery because I get, I got tired of them being a. um, what what's the name of that town? Woodsboro? Westboro? There we go. Something mm. like that. Wherever the hell they were. So I like that they're changing the scenery just a little bit they then taking it to New York because whatever they did in that trailer, it looked fascinating. It looked damn scary to me. And I was like, all right, I like this. And I, it actually made me like rethink about them taking Neff Campbell out of this because it's kind of like, do you really want that one star that miraculously gets, you know, you know, saved and survives every single movie until he finally <laughs> killed her off at the end, like they did Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I was like no, just take her out of there. Just like let new characters work their way in, and let's just see what they're working with. Because the last group of uh, characters they had in the last one, they're bringing back some of them again. And I also, I saw please they, let
1: the black guy survive again. I doubt it's going to happen. <laughs> they can die. Man. But I was shocked man, he made he the,
2: two movies in a row. Uh, he he
0: light skinned Yeah, that's all he <laughs> <Whatever. laughs> Like light skinned Drake. He can. make it. <laughs> but I thought I thought the last cast that they had, I thought it was pretty damn good. I like the new group of people where they're kind of like reliving a lot of stuff that happened before. And they're actually like, um, they're fine-tuning how people are looking at the, the uh, scary movies right now. Where True. they're kind of like uh, predicting who the killer is. Like they're going through the cliches. Like kind of like how we did with the horror list of like what not to do and yeah. what to do and all stuff. It's kind of like they're reliving this in a movie. And it's actually working for me. So they do this. It is. And don't forget like,
1: Wednesday was a hit. They got the actress from Wednesday. Her popularity's on that on.
0: Very good point. So if you bring a whole new audience that's already liking one of the characters and they actually have a fan base, good for you. You're working with something. So I think Scream is actually going to surprise a lot of people. I I wouldn't be surprised if it opened up to about between thirty and forty, which is pretty damn solid. That's Scream a lot
1: for a horror movie, all rated horror movie, that's damn good. I think sixty-five is going to be the bomb. I think it's going to be a bomb. I don't think it's going to make it that far. Um,
0: I, I'm guessing that one will probably open up to like 15, 20 tops.
1: I, I'm with you on that. It's going to take really strong word of yeah, mouth. Yeah. If, um, it
0: is, if it doesn't end up being a good movie and we end up watching it, that, that's going to be great. But
1: I just think the marketing for this one hasn't been the greatest. And it came it hasn't, out of nowhere, too. It, it did. And anything. it hasn't really had any uh, advanced buzz as far as people have seen it raving about. It's going to take that to get people to actually show up opening weekend. Because I think a lot of people are on the fence like myself about that movie, but it's got dinosaurs and I'm a sucker for the creature features. Uh, I'll, I'll see it eventually, but I'm not holding my breath and I might, I will only see it in the theater if I hear that it's worth it. It's going to take I'll some time. I'll probably rent
0: that to watch that home. And then after that, it's going to be like, all right, man, I'm, I'm good. Cause <laughs> it is, it, 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 it looked like a ripoff of after earth. And we all saw what the hell happened with after earth. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> will Smith, he killed his son's career. in one, one good movie <laughs> he's like, he's like, all right, man. You want to end your career, man? This is, let's go big and go home. <laughs> and that motherfucker went home. He's like, all right, all right, son. Don't come back here over here. Oh, you man. got your Karate Kid money. Just go on, make beats, and you know, wear dresses and shit, and go be Batman somewhere at a prom. <laughs> he's like, all right, man. You, you can't do movies no more. Uh, yeah. So yeah, thank thank God for that. At the very least, we got rid of Jaden Smith in the movie industry, and we don't have to see him no more. But yeah, I think that's gonna be my guess. I think Shazam is gonna be the big one. I think it might. You're surprise. saying
1: Shazam Two is going to be the highest grosser. I, th- I, th- I think
0: that one is. I uh, think. I think it's going to be a very close second between uh, Creed Three and uh, John Wick Four. I'm sensing a
1: huge letdown from Shazam Two. I don't, it doesn't look as good as the first. It doesn't look like it's going to be as good as the first one. It looks. It looks like the formula is played out. I well, they got Lucy Liu in there as one of the bad guys. I think uh, who? Uh, Helen Maron? Helen Maron. Um You know Shazam's <laughs> going to beat them and. They're not going to be back. This this celebrity stunt casting. I don't. I can't see too many people getting hyped for this. Except for I'm not going to say I'm hyped, but I
0: am. It looks a lot better than what Ant Man was. Ant Man. I was kind of pumped, and then they let me down. Like they make Kane look so damn. How weak! Was so at the end. let
1: down with Kang. He's supposed to be the big baddie. And y'all made him look like he was no better than like any other side like villain that's been in any Dead other serious. Marvel movie. Yeah, um, old dude from Iron Man two, Mickey Rourke's bad guy from oh, Iron Man two. <laughs> yeah, could have <laughs> beat, could have be, probably beat Kang in this movie. Probably. I was extremely let down. Like a bunch of ants from the future <laughs> whooped your ass. All right, Yeah, I can't
0: believe that. Yeah. That was bad. Modoc got turned around just by calling him a dick. He's like, Yeah,
2: you're right, I'm a dick. I'm like, Really? Oh my
0: yeah. god! Yeah, just he was funny, but it was kind of like man, I need a better pep talk
1: than that. <laughs> Dead serious.
0: Especially from this annoying ass teenager who just got a suit two minutes ago.
1: <laughs> oh, she was the worst. Uh, I'm sorry. Talking about annoying kids. She was one of the worst in modern history.
0: They should have used Bill Murray a little bit better. You don't just throw Bill Murray the in there. Oh man, he could have been so much better, but you know, that's just me. All right. Now let's get to some headlines. Now the one that I, that caught my eye that I saw just came out. An article is apparently Chris Rock is having a live stream uh stand-up special weekend coming right? out this Saturday at yeah. 10 p.m. on air I- for that. And apparently he has material, rumor is it, that he finally has some material about the slap that happened oh uh, yeah, last year. Yeah. So yeah, I think this this was a great surprise. Cause for one, I know a lot of people have been waiting to hear from Chris Rock, and Chris Rock being the great opportunist that he is about current events. He finally has a reason to come out with a stand-up special, and he has some great material because everybody is going to want to watch just to hear what his take is on the slap that happened this past year at the at the Oscars. And so, it
2: was this past March. I mean, it's almost a Yeah, it's, it's a almost year. like a year or two. Years, to it. Yep, yep.
0: So, for one, great marketing that people yeah. are starting to think <laughs> about this right now because it's almost a year or two of the time that he got his ass uh, slapped on national TV, <laughs> and he finally has a chance to really put Will Smith back in his place for right now. Even though I have forgiven him, I've moved on from it, but I finally get to hear, finally, from Chris Rock about what his thoughts are on what happened last year. I have to say, I've never been excited about a stand-up special Not since, like, Chappelle's. This one... I am absolutely going to bookmark and I'm going to set a time like it's on live TV and I'm going to watch this.
1: It, it's, all, it's always a case for Chris Rock when there's ever a new Chris well, Rock. Well, I watched come part out. of Tambourine last
0: the the last special that he did and I was like, yeah, it's cool. It was like, okay. it's, it's still Chris Rock being Chris Rock, man. But
1: Tambourine was just it was just okay to me for sure. It was probably his weakest one yet. But I still enjoy. I still laugh my ass off. Like he's still
0: funny. He's still brilliant, and you know he hasn't really lost it. But yeah, just his material changes a little bit. Uh, Now the material that he has for this, I think he has lightning in a bottle right now. He knows he has everybody on the edge of their seats, waiting to hear what the hell he has in store for us. As far as what he's gonna say about Will Smith, is he gonna like be more? I don't know, sympathetic to Will Smith. Is he going to be apologetic to Jada Pinkett? Is he going to go all in and just completely no. rip him to shreds? Yeah. I have no idea, he but I rip him to shreds. Yeah. If he ripped them to shreds and then, then flipped it on him and got all sympathetic and apologetic and ends up forgiving him or something like that. That will be a great cap to this story at this point, because I think at this point, everybody needs to move on. The last person that we got to, we didn't have a chance to move on with is with Chris rock. Cause he finally has a chance to actually say his piece. I thought it was going to be in an interview. I didn't think he was gonna come up with material this fucking fast because I thought he was on tour last year doing this stuff. And it usually takes comedians about at least two years to do new material for a special.
1: Yeah, especially Chris Rock. It was usually like three to five year gaps between his stand up yeah. yeah, it takes
0: them some time to get their material ready and really work it out at like stand up comedy clubs and like trying to get the rhythm down and everything. But it seems like he worked this one out pretty damn fast. So
1: Well, I heard he was touring with Dave Chappelle. And uh, Kevin Hart. They were doing tour dates a lot. Yeah. They had Talib quality and black Black Star performing yeah so that i'm sure that that's a huge tour that's probably making a lot of money but i don't know so
0: so uh, y'all got any other thoughts on on like what y'all think might happen to this one i'm excited i want to see
2: it i like his stand-up for the most part so that's must watch
0: tv and let me make sure i got the information right they said it's it's live stream on netflix this saturday
1: awesome yeah that's that's an event for me for sure i'm excited for that
0: have they ever done a live stream before i don't think so is it okay? Because if you're going to so. go all out for it, yeah, you pick the you pick the right one. That is a lot of people going to tune in to hear Chris Rock talk. That is very yeah, cool wanna, idea.
2: I'm going to have to set a reminder to that. I'm sure forget about that. No, because
0: yeah. I get those alerts like every time they put out a new movie on Netflix, and they don't give me alert on this one. I'm definitely going to be writing my congressman about my internet service <laughs> because they need to get this to me asap, asap. Yes, this is going to be this Saturday, uh, airing at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Awesome. And you know, ad free supporter tier, yada yada yada. Don't share your password. Oh shut <laughs> up. Don't tell me how to live. That's why they've been cracking down on it. She's like, hey, we gotta get as many households as possible to make sure we break some records on this one because people are gonna be tuning in to hear Chris Rock. And I absolutely understand. So yeah, that was my big headline from uh from this past week. I had no idea that was coming out. I just saw that yesterday and that kind of that threw me off and I was very excited to hear about this. I wonder what he's gonna title it. Maybe he'll title it the slap or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> well, oh, but yeah, I I'm just happy that Chris Rock is finally, you know, back out doing his tour and everything and he finally has a special coming out. I'm just I'm just saying I'm looking forward to this. This is definitely like the highlight of like the first quarter of the year for me having this special come out on Netflix. Finally Netflix has got me back to watching their stuff again and you gonna wheel scene with Chris Rock?
1: Yeah, that'll be worthwhile. So no, this always an event.
0: No, this this looks pretty good. Did I miss any other uh headlines this past week that we need to discuss? Mm-hmm. Y'all saw anything that caught y'all attention? Other than mm-hmm. oh, of course we already covered uh, Tom Sizemore, you mm-hmm. know, his aneurysm. Yeah, I
1: a small story only taking place in uh, one city and state right now but I think this could have a trickle down effect if if it's a success and I want to hear you guys' opinion on this there is a movie theater in Richmond, Virginia that apparently had a lot of complaints about uh, younger audience members in the movie theater so they're trying something new which in my lifetime I've never heard of no one under the age of 17 is permitted to see any movie at this theater after 7.30. So if you want to go see a movie with only audience members who are over 18 and are going to behave themselves and not talk on the phone during the movie, they're giving people that option. How do you
2: guys feel I about like that because I'm sick of the talking and playing around in the movie. When I'm trying to enjoy the movie, they're having the talking and driving the you, phone. And I hate it. And
1: I, I do kind of have mixed yeah. feelings about that because um, – that's not every
2: every. That's not but person I, under the age of. No, 18. but I've been through. We've been through the times when we were that age and we played around. You know, what I mean, maybe not me and you, but we played. You know. Yeah, you one see, of we my
1: friends playing. embarrassed me, and it was pretty funny. But he waited for a quiet scene in the movie, and it said penis. <laughs> <The fuck? laughs> yeah. I'm not, he knows if you're listening you know who you are i couldn't believe it i was i was pretty embarrassed he waited for it to get real quick. it was a comedy movie too i, I think it might have been yeah. uh, the, was, was the, it the cable guy <laughs> i was i think it was that um the replacements were uh they went on strike the football, football players football oh, the with yeah yeah i think it was that so yeah it was one quiet scene he just had penis <laughs> that
2: makes no you damn sense that. No, <laughs> you <a> goofball. <laughs> He's a that, goofball that would work for me I let adults go out for adult time and and, and be in peace I hear that I mean? and you can watch horror movies and they don't have to ah! Uh, screaming people there behind you, young ass kids and kids ba- bring people bringing babies to the damn theater. You know that should I mean? that should always or be little kids that don't know what the hell they're watching. They got them in there watching grown people's stuff. You know what I mean? So I think that's a good idea. So
0: I only th- I only think about that in the bad way because I think Ryan opened my mind up to you know white teenage girls going to see scary movies together. Yeah, I hate that. I absolutely hate that because they always like they, they scream and then they start giggling. I was like, man, if you don't get y'all giggly asses out this fucking theater, man, I'll pay like fifteen dollars per ticket to come see this damn movie at this time. You better shut up. <laughs> oh my god, they get so annoying, man. Like, take y'all asses home, man. Have your parents pay for this premium service at your house. Like, get out of my theater right now. I came here to sit in the dark with my other man. savant fans out here and watch a movie in peace and quiet, not hearing y'all like giggling all through that. That does get kind of annoying. I can't say that – I can't say I can't – I haven't been a dumb kid growing up being loud and obnoxious and, you know, black people talking through a movie. You know, I probably earned that stereotype on my end at some point in my life. But I grew up – I understood, like, the the decorum that you need to have going into the Right, theater. exactly. Like, you don't want to make it a bad experience for everybody else because they pay their hard-earned money and tickets aren't cheap anymore. So, yeah, people – they go through a struggle to get to a damn movie and it's hard enough to get back to the theaters right now, which is why I said struggling right now. So don't make it a bad experience for people out there when they go to a movie. Exactly. Fun. Like just stay there, be quiet. Don't be talking and giggling. Like granted, there are some scenes in there where people start laughing a little bit too hard and they can't stop giggling. I understand it, but talking and yelling through the movie, kind of like what I had to experience with Magic Mike, hearing like a bunch of grown-ass women like hooting and hollering at the damn screen. As soon as he takes his damn shirt off, I was like, "All right, man, I gotta just muscle through this shit at this point. (laughs) But it comes with the territory sometimes. But for the most part, yeah, just just be respectful while you're in the theater, man. We all go in there trying to enjoy a movie and have a good time just like you. But just don't ruin it for everybody else. And that's just all I have to say about that one. That's my PSA.
1: Nice. Agreed. Uh, Real quickly, um, I think the Flash movie, which had a badass trail. I think that comes out in June, I think. Uh first screening to the public will take place at this year's CinemaCon, which is going to be in Las Vegas. And that is going to be in sometime in late April. So I think the CinemaCon this year is going to be like April 27th to 30th. It's going to screen one of those dates. So uh after that we we'll get a general idea of how good it is. They probably won't let you release a full review but you can give like um, a reaction to it. So that'll be the first time we'll get a general reaction to that. That's pretty exciting, I think. Um, Ant-Man 3, Quantumania, or Ant-Man and Michelle Pfeiffer. Not <laughs> <what do you laughs> Yeah. Call it? Uh, 70% drop. One of the biggest in blockbuster history. Now, there have been movies that, that put that in perspective. That puts it in line with Batman vs. Superman uh, the Eternals. Um,
0: oh, yeah. I saw that same article. Hold on. I'm with you right now. Because I saw that same thing by that 70% drop and almost made my heart drop when I saw it. I was like, oh, damn, Marvel's losing it again. But I was like, all right. I had to think about other drops because they said that even though that might have been the biggest like drop in like a long one of, time. One of them. They said Marvel is not immune to this. Apparently, that's happened a few other times. Uh, one of them, I think it was the... Oh, here it is. He said, well... I guess since the pandemic era, Black Widow dropped 67% from week one to week two. Lord, Love and Thunder also dropped 67%. Spider Man, No Way Home dropped 67% as well. And now, but that had one of the
1: biggest openings of all time. Absolutely.
0: So they had had no choice but to go down. Like, yes. I, I completely understand, but that was a little bit of an anomaly. And they said, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness suffers. Uh, pretty similar to the same drop, sixty-seven percent. So, it's not, not, not it's not, not as abnormal, but it is showing, in my eyes, uh, some fatigue that it is. Marvel is starting to have, which is unheard of for us in our lifetime because they pretty much been having a foot on everybody's neck at this point, and so I just feel like they're loosening up a little bit. Yes, bound. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was
1: bound to happen. Uh, I didn't think it was going to happen this soon. Mm. I, mean, I was, I was, I, bl- I did get a little bit. <sighs> once I did not like Black Widow and yeah. Thor 4, and I was... And then that Doctor Strange uh, into the multiverse, whatever they called it.
0: I, d- I did like that one. It I was good. That was, that's one of, Shang- that was one of my biggest and, letdowns and last year. I thought was good, even though, though you talked me out of the ending. You know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and I feel like there was another one in there. Uh, we hit a uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man was awesome. And then, of course, they had
1: the the shows. Which none of them really knocked my socks off. They were all Pretty good. Or, or we, we,
0: we, I think we all enjoyed WandaVision. We yes. all enjoyed Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. And I think we all enjoyed uh, Loki for the most part. Even though that you, each of us have our own favorite ones out of those. But I think starting out the new phase with those three shows prior to the Black Widow coming out, I thought that was a pretty good kickstart to it. Because a lot of people were skeptical about them. Going from the movie format to going back to shows, it's almost like you feel like you relegated yourself to being like in the DC universe where their shows pretty much topped all their movies. Now it feels like all their shows in Marvel are topping all their movies now. Like it's it kind of sucks minus She Hulk because I know how I feel about that shit. But <laughs> for the most part, everything else it feels like it feels like they were really hitting some home runs for for a little yeah, while. Or, you know, even though I started watching Moon Knight again, I have to, I have to admit I might have been a little bit harsh on that one because I didn't fully understand it, but. Like, uh, visually, and the acting part of it, I think Moon Knight is pretty damn good. I, the not, first half of it. Yeah. I, that, even I though the second this. half, like, when they go to that little... Um, uh, Underworld. Or, yeah, they go to the... Hospital the, with the... The Egyptian, like, uh, afterlife, where the hell he was in the desert on the ship and everything like that with the hippo. Yes. It, it was kind of like, uh, okay, you kind of losing me right you're now. you lo- losing me quite a bit. But it might, be, it might be a bunch of source material from the comics that I just don't get, so I have to, like, trust them. With what they're giving me. But yep. for the most part, I thought Moon Knight was actually it's actually pretty good. I need to give it a little bit more credit. Mrs. Marvel is still, eh, could have been better. Could have been worse. Yeah, I get it. I don't and think then, that course, show was
1: geared towards us, though. So if you enjoyed it a little bit, I think that's a win.
0: Then who the hell is She-Hulk geared to? Thoughts? The, the, the women? Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's that's geared to hey, like young, you be young a, girls, young girls. Like you want to be a to bad bitch that can twerk on your job? Right. Like what? Like twerking in the courthouse?
1: Like, come, uh, come on. She's an attorney. Uh, and dating, uh, it, it was that show. she Hawk, Miss Marvel. Those shows were not made for us. The best entertainment can be entertaining for the crowd is geared towards and bring on viewers that it's not geared towards. Like I said, I uh, TV shows wise, uh, damn, 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 I'm trying to blink, but I know I watched. I will vouch for it. I love the movie Clueless. That movie is not made for me. But I find, I think Clueless with Alicia... very good example. It's hilarious. left very quickly. It's hilarious. Um, And uh, at this point, and I don't think you guys can really make fun of me anymore after just watching this Mandalorian episode and those pirates had all those masks on talking to Apollo Creed, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that show wasn't geared to me and I found that extremely entertaining and hilarious. That's still weird that you like it, but that's fine. I'm, I'm probably one of the few black men who... Watch that show <laughs> first. Talk about one of the whitest shows in TV. I'm just imagining you at, at Comic
0: Con in that long ass Buffy line waiting for an <laughs> autograph. <laughs> you just sitting there holding your photo with your marker, waiting for an autograph. He's like, oh boy, like I'm almost there.
1: Uh, fun fact uh, y'all's boy, Mr. Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. one of his first acting roles was in season four of Buffy, one of the best seasons, in my opinion. Uh, looked like he was gonna be a love interest, and he ends up getting killed halfway through the episode. Was, oh, I, 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 when hey, they mentioned that, I remember that episode. I I could not believe that
2: was him.
0: Hey, we all have to have a start somewhere in Hollywood. Sure, so <laughs> <shortly. laughs> him in did. a Buffy
2: episode—that is kind of funny. <laughs> it, it's was good. I remember you telling me about that. I was like, you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? You were telling me about that. Uh, and Angel used to talk about those two shows. Like what? Yeah, yeah. I, uh,
1: being a freshman at Southside, I kind of regret admitting that my street cred went out the window first month of the Did before. you have any to begin
2: with? <laughs> no, very little. That's all right. We used very to talk little. about WWE and shit. Exactly. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. class. Exactly. Or Mr. I thought, Mr. Eager. Mr. Eager, yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel so bad. I was like, y'all still watching wrestling? Yeah, talking y'all about, knew everybody. We talked about all the moves and shit, man. Did you see Stone Cold, man? We were hyped, man. I had me kind of feeling the shame that I stopped watching. Yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was jealous. Oh, I was yeah, like, I I'm missing out. Out. Those were the all made
1: it yeah. sound
0: real awesome. No, you shouldn't be you know, like, ashamed. Like, I, your black car got declined <laughs> oh, everywhere. I <yeah>. yeah. <laughs> was like, not, not good anywhere. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, you lost that with Buffy, but that's fine. You like what you like, so I'm trying I did, to. I did
2: it. like that movie, though. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, so.
0: You know, you know what's fucked oh, up? I it I fe- too. The only too. thing that I fear right now is that I actually try to watch Buffy and I end up liking it. I would never admit that to Ryan. you <laughs> would be the last person that was like, oh, man, I'm on season four of Buffy, man. This shit getting good. Like, no, I would never
1: tell you that shit. No, I would never tell At you. At least that. you can admit to that. Because I guarantee the shows that you guys have vowed for, Buffy is blowing these out the water. There's some of these shows that you guys have sat through. Oh. I'm telling you, it's quality entertainment.
0: Dude. I don't know, but then again, I've always felt ashamed that I actually uh, loved uh, 90210 when it was out. And I used to watch that live. Really? Not like 90210 was one of my favorite shows growing I up. I used to that. watch that religiously every single week because I don't know why. Like I said, it's very appealing to see a lifestyle that I have nothing to you know, connect with at all. And
1: that was some, one of the reasons I like Buffy. Yeah,
0: but sure. I don't imagine you out there hunting vampires. I can definitely see myself <laughs> living in a white
1: neighborhood. Um, it, yeah, it's it's, it happens to be that city uh, is on, on top of a portal to hell. That's why there's all these demons and vampires. Okay, I
0: so, get it. That's it, like, it, like like a, what's that other show that I feel like it's been on for like twenty. 20- Charmed seem, Like Charmed And it was like like Which I never got into Those other shows no, it's like two dudes Or something like that They involve like Paranormal Like um Some well, kind supernatural? of
2: Supernatural That's it Yeah, I, I like that I like Supernatural I I feel it. like that show's been on Like for yeah. fucking ever It is it's, they, got, they have like 13 That show has been on For a 12 while 12 seasons maybe damn they've made it for a while but i actually enjoyed supernatural yeah, it yeah. got kind of goofy but i enjoyed it
0: and I, and once again i got into big bang theory i don't need i don't know if either one of y'all ever gotten
1: to that but i got addicted to that show and i watched it all the way through every time i stumble across an episode it is fucking hilarious it I does just, have <laughs> some very funny episodes <laughs> i can see that's when i would watch it i could say okay i understand why this has a following i just never actually got hooked or i'm Watching a new episode each week, it comes on. You know, if only they had like a black
0: nerd in the show to have us. You know, if you're gonna have like the UN of like nerds, like where's the dude from Nigeria that knows how to make like a, you know, some kind of solar powered like refrigerator, exactly. so, like something, man. There should be a black nerd in there somewhere, and I feel like they didn't have nothing in there like to represent like black people because like man, like we smart too. They For had like sure. the Indian there, like like the, the, the dorky white guys, and they had the hot white girl as a neighbor. Like where's the black guy in this in this show? <laughs> Like, he don't fit in nowhere in MIT, like, or wherever the hell they at. Like, none of them have a black character there at all. It just felt very weird. I was like, it was very whitewashed, pitting in nerves, and it was, like, bad stereotyping for me, because I was like, come on, man, I know there's a black dude somewhere at this damn university, and I don't have him on camera. Every once in a while, I think they had, like, Regina King, that's like, she played, like, the dean or something like that to the school, so every once in a while, they had her in and out of some episodes, but that was, like... Like, you need more black representation. I didn't see too much of that at all in this one. And it, that's the only bad thing I had about Big, thing, big Bang Theory, that it, it just wasn't enough black people in there. And I know black people are smart, and they need to be in that as representation. But, well, that that's fine. You, you're geared it toward who you geared it toward, so I'm not going to gripe too much because I still enjoyed the show. But I think it needed a little bit more to be a little bit more diverse of a cast. It felt very stereotyped. Like, the Indian guy and, like, the white guys. So like, like you, you're doing a little bit too much. I'm guessing the one with the glasses is Jew. Yep. <laughs> of course he is. Of course. Yeah, this, of course. He had a big old snogging. Yeah. <laughs> man, they did not run away from that one. No. He asked for his bar mitzvah money and shit, like, trying to buy a girlfriend. Like, this is, like, typical stuff, man. Like, nerds just doing nerdy shit. It's still funny. But, you know, I I, I wish they would have given us a little bit more. That, that's all I got. Now, did I miss anything else? Any other headlines? Uh, like,
2: Sean, you got anything? Oh. oh only I thing I was going to talk about was Mandalorian before I, just that you know that was being out and stuff like that. I didn't have anything else though. So
1: uh, Warner Brothers isn't going to let uh, Lord of the Rings die. So if you guys probably saw some of those headlines this week, no, I didn't see that. They're planning on having a the quote to CEO who just got his job about six months ago wants to turn Lord of the Rings into a Star Wars-type franchise. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> meaning they can have expanded universes, uh, spin off movies, solo movies, but if they couldn't you get only, the hobby right, why? if you can only stretch a rubber band so far before it snaps. It it's, it's, it's snapped already to me. This, I think this Amazon... Show, which I have not seen. I haven't either. But for me being a super fan of the those movies that came out in the 2000s, for me not to watch one episode, that says a lot of how much that appeal has worn off. And it was because of that Hobbit trilogy, which wasn't that bad, but the, the level of quality was a big fall off. And I'm not I, – I, I got my fix of Middle Earth already and – after Game of Thrones, I'm not sure I need too much more of that Dungeons & Dragons type TV. So I don't know. But I didn't I didn't watch one you episode. You feel
0: like of, they try to gear this show the way they try to gear Mandalorian to like the Star Wars franchise? Like they're talking about that? They're trying to rope in like a new like demographic of people who kind of care, but they just want to get their exactly. foot in there somewhere?
1: Yeah, that's why they made that female Elf the lead character for that show. They're, yeah. they are, they're, they're trying to get that female fan base that, mm-hmm. that Baby Yoda snag with Star Wars. And Ray,
0: Well, that's uh, unfortunate because Mandalorian, like, as soon as they find something that works, I hate when they try to keep replicating it. For sure. Like, just try something <laughs> different. And at the very least, just move on from Lord of the Rings. Like, we like we cared at some point, but now it's kind of like, uh It's kind of run its course, at, at the very least with me. Even Game of Thrones, like, the way they ended, like, the last season, I, I'm not too bought in to anything else they put out to that. Maybe the Jon Snow uh, show when
1: it comes out, maybe. It, it better be a – it's got to be a sequel, I can, it's got to pick up where his storyline left like off. Like him going back to the wall? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I could watch him and that big red haired dude cut people's heads off <laughs> 24 hours straight. Those are two of the best characters on the show. Um, but it's going to, I'm not holding my breath. I can't, I'm not sit, sitting here, I cannot wait for this Jon Snow spin off show. If it, if I hear it's good, I'll give it a chance. If I start hearing negative word of mouth, I might watch the first episode. And if it's not good, I'll. I'm sure I might not keep up with it.
0: No, but I'm, it's
1: not needed, though. I'm, I'm not interested. It's not needed, and I'm, I'm just not interested. And I still think that last season was not that bad. It was just that last episode. Okay, okay. all thoughts. right, you're right. Maybe I'm
0: I'm grouping up the whole last season. That last uh, but the episode last epi- was awful. The, as a last episode, it had to be like one of the top five worst last episodes of any series I've ever seen in my life.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember having that conversation with my brother who was going to sit on the throne, and the person they put on the throne was a person I did not want. And I felt like they were building that up. It was inevitable. It kind of made sense. But then again, I still didn't like it. But a show full of so many surprises, I was expecting another surprise. I knew it wasn't going to be uh, – I knew I knew it wasn't going to be Jon Snow. I knew that – it just felt like they was – he had been through so much hell, literally. They, were, uh, they weren't going to let him get that thrown even because they know how to surprise people on that show. But for who they put on, I'm not gonna spoil it, Sean, because you need to watch that show. Ooh, I don't know if I can take it. Maybe I can't. Maybe I. I don't know. I don't know if I can take it. Like I, I
0: limped through the Hobbit series, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this. Maybe if Harry Potter did a better spin-off with a Fantastic Beast, maybe that ended in a better way with that. Uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore. Maybe that might be one of the best franchises. But I thought the last one was just so damn bad, especially since you know Johnny Depp wasn't in it. It's kind of like. I don't like it when they try to carry on a franchise like that. Sometimes it's okay to not overstay. your welcome. Just leave wanting. Nothing wrong with that at leaving all. Leaving us wanting more. Don't try to get money hungry. I think that's what the problem is. People got money hungry. And they said
1: they spent a shitload of money on that Lord of the Rings show. Most expensive show of all time. And it wasn't worth it. I think they spent $300 million or more on that show. Damn. It's ridiculous. That is. Oh, that. That being said, let's just move on. That just
2: made me sick to my <laughs> damn the stomach. here. Same here. <laughs> same oh here. my God.
0: Hit. All right. Uh, Hitting gems, and I'll I'll kick it off just because you know it's women in History Month, and I think we have a perfect one to uh, represent that one. And if you haven't seen this one, it is on Disney Plus. So if you're interested in space and a uh, black women being scientists,
1: ah, yep. I like where your heads at. I know we're going. I think
0: I think we you we all got to say that uh, Hitting Figures was a g- great representation of women empowerment big time i thought it was a great damn movie uh starring uh Taraji p henson uh janelle Monet, and uh, octavia spencer and kevin costner and i think this is uh, uh this came out probably about four or five years ago yeah something like that mm-hmm. so basically it's the women that help uh help the scientists at nasa because uh, back then they had uh what they called computers were actually people which is kind of crazy to say out loud uh, you know people were computers but uh, they had like these women over at NASA, and uh, one of them, who's played by Taraji P. Henson, she was a vital uh, part of uh, help uh, helping them get uh, a rocket out to the moon, uh, based on this story. So it had her, Janelle Monae, uh, Octavia Spencer, Kevin Costner. I have to say, this one was far more enjoyable. Usually, I don't like these historically, uh, uh, semi historically accurate uh, movies like. Uh, real life stories where they go back and tell you about something historical figure or something like that because usually it's kind of like watching the help for me I can't watch them when there's like racism and like people being mean or overly mean to like women or black people in general I I, I can't stand watching those movies because I hate it because it's always like the hell there's always that over the top racist character in the movie they represent like all the racist white people in the world and for this one I think it was like that one dude who played in a big bang theory he plays one of the scientists that hates her and another one was, um, damn, old girl from a uh, Spider Man. Upside Down Kiss. Why can't I think of her fucking name? Ah, but uh, Toby Maguire. Kirsten. Is yes. Kirsten. Des- yeah. Yeah, yeah, she plays like another yeah. one. She's like, like that over the top like racist person, and all of a sudden at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, I never seen it that way. They <laughs> always have like this coming to Jesus moment. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe I was racist. That's
1: Hollywood for you.
0: Yeah, it's like, damn, you you got spun around that fast, huh? Just, just took a good talking to, and all of a sudden you're not racist no more. All right, I get it. But overall, I have to say <laughs> this this movie was actually pretty damn entertaining to watch, and it has like a. Uh, the one guy in it playing uh, one of the um, the astronauts, um, he was in the Top Gun Maverick movie, and he was in that Devotion movie with... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Jonathan yeah, yeah, He yeah. plays like... well. Uh, the I one, forgot uh, he was in it, you're right. Yeah, okay. he, was, he, was, he was one of those people that was in there, and, and um, overall, I thought this was a pretty damn good movie. I'd say this one was probably like easily a 4.2, 4.3 out of 5, Sheesh. as far as the movie. I've I never thought it, seen it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty damn good, so I think if y'all want to watch uh, something to help get... Give yourself something to aspire to, you know, women out there who like to see you like your heroes in film figures. I think uh, Hidden Figures was a great film that was made. I thought Taraji P. Henson, Octavia Spencer, there was no shit pie in this one, so, you know, she played hmm. by the rules in this one. Uh, Janelle Monet, who's, she is so damn talented. I like to see her more on the big screen. Seeing her in Knives Out was good. Seeing her in this movie, but... I think she needs to have more roles like this. I think she's a very low-key talented actress. So they give her more roles. Makes good music, too. I loved her first two CDs. Yeah, so if they keep giving her work like this, I think the sky's the limit for her. And yeah, that's no pun intended, talking about uh, NASA, NASA <laughs> and NASA and NASA. That's is, a nice little pun. Is, is, is this working for yeah, me yeah. tonight? But I say, yeah, Hidden Figures, I think that's a nice little uh, hidden gem for you guys. So. Yeah,
2: hidden Figures and Hidden Gem. Yeah, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Man, when you're cooking, you're cooking. You're boy. cooking yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm on a
0: grill right now with my, with my church socks and my flip-flops on, man. Oh, yeah, with a towel over my shoulder. Oh, that's some good cooking oh, right oh, there, man, yeah. I'm just cooking with it, man. So, I like yeah, that. I think that's uh. on Disney+. And then, of course, they have like a little uh, – a little box right there for like the, all the the women in history uh, movies, and mm-hmm. I think it's up there right now. So y'all yeah, go ahead and uh, check that one out. I think that'll be a good watch for you guys and the family. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm ashamed.
1: Uh, what's the uh, what's the real character's name that Taraji P Henson was playing?
0: I th- it was uh, uh, I gotta think about. It. I think it was like Dorothy
1: something. Or, I can't remember her name. Hold on, hold on. Um, that- I, I'm ashamed, but uh, around the time that movie came out, I did some research on her. She was the definition of a genius it was a uh, catherine uh Goebel? is it Catherine?
0: and uh otavia spencer played a uh, dorothy vaughn okay and uh, janelle monae played mary
1: jackson gotcha gotcha taraji Pienson's character uh, she, she gets a lot of credit uh for there she's one of the main reasons we were actually able to build a physical computer with her with her mathematics and algebra it, it's she's an incredible brilliant figure do your research on her for sure yeah she's on that george washington carver level of brilliance yeah. but good pick that's a that's a very underrated movie i really enjoyed that
0: no it, it, it really is hitting so yeah y'all want to go out and watch that one on disney plus go ahead check that one out i think it'll actually be very entertaining and educational for all y'all out there who don't know the the history of nasa and how they actually got to space so ryan sean which
2: one of y'all got going um, on i can knock it out real quick I, one we talked about last week, and this is more of a comedy, or it definitely is a comedy. From 1992, I'm going with Mo Money. With <laughs> I'm not wins. mad at that at all. No, I love yeah. that movie. Damon wins, Marlon wins. And our girl Stacy Dash, of course she's well, s- nah. my girl. I love Stacey Dash. I don't care about she's what she says. She's stupid as hell, but she was super fine in this one.
0: Men will be with a stupid fine girl every day of the other yeah, week. Yeah, I don't know she if I, I can be
2: with her, but I mean I would love to You you'll just, be with just, her for about a few just weeks. Just a couple of weeks. Just give me a couple of weeks and then she start getting on my damn nerves. But she's pretty though. She's super pretty in Mo Money. Of course, uh you can't go wrong with Damon Wayne's back in the nineties, man. He was killing it. Him and you know, him and his brothers especially, but Damon Wayne's alone. I could watch him in anything, more money, major pain, all those stuff. It was just great, great oh, times. Um, Damon Wayans, they play like, uh, you know, they were breaking the law. Uh, a couple of little, you know, low lives on the streets, him and Marlon Wayans. And then Damon Wayans ends up getting a job with a credit card company and uh, starts making real good money because his whole thing was to try to get Stacey Dash, who already had, had a boyfriend with, like, that, that light-skinned dude that played in um, – Oh, what the hell he played? I can't remember his name, but he played it. He played the general in um, Oh, uh, Harry, Man of Steel, Harry Lennon Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Shout you know out to you for know knowing who, that, that guy. Name. Name. Yeah, yeah. He played in uh, the Five Heartbeats too back in the last one. No, month. That, I remember you know, he has like he has one of those voices. Oh, yeah, and I just remember because he played um damn, super he, corny wagon uh, No,
0: in Man of Steel, uh, I think the Justice League version or the Zack Snyder. Oh, film, he played he, a superhero dude. He was not, in Man of Steel. He, he played uh, a yeah. Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Yep,
2: yep, yep. So that's
0: who played Martian Man. Hunter in the Snyder yeah, Cut? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been the general this whole time, so we that's who know. his disguise was. Yeah, what? we didn't know. That is,
1: that's a great idea. I yeah. told you we need to watch that's that. That's a great you idea. You need to watch that Zack Snyder that Cut. I heard he for... shot that scene at his own house. Really? He built a green screen in his driveway well, and shot that scene. Well, I'm not
2: that he, he he played Stacy Dash's boyfriend first before he did all that shit. So corny ass, corny ass. So uh, he David played Wayans, that role well. He did, and so David Wayne's taking her from them. But uh, the whole thing is about uh, David Wayne's gets caught stealing credit cards under the table, and the guy frames him to do a job or to do something I can't remember. But uh, they end up getting caught, and there's a bad guy trying to kill Marlon and shit. It's it's pretty funny. It, it, it's a classic. Mo Money had a nice little soundtrack with Ralph Resben. I remember that. Uh, from um, uh, New Edition. Uh, but yeah, Mo Money, good time. It's uh, I believe I saw this on Amazon, uh, but it's just always funny with Damon Wayans and Marlon Wayans together. There's a scene where they go in this jewelry store and they act like they're gay and they're slapping the jewelry and shit. It's just, uh, oh man, it's just funny, man. It's a good time. I always like watching Mo Money. Uh, give that one a try. It's on Amazon. It's from the 90s. I should have got this one out in Black History Month, but we we overlapped (laughs) this one over one day. So I'll I'll take it. So Mo Money, 1992, Stacey Dash, Damon Wayans, Marlon Wayans, I start thinking about that because Sean Wayne's will be here at the end of the month at Fort Wayne Summit City Comedy Club. That is right. Yes, so, so awesome. we're going to have another Wayne's here in Fort Wayne to go see. So, but Damon Wayans, I wish they'd get him. Now, if they get him, they'd really have something. Does he still tour at all? I think he does. I think he tours. I, I know he tours with his brothers, but uh, I think he's kind of just kind of like ah, I'm going to make. Lethal weapons show. I haven't seen nothing from Damon Wayans after that. I don't even think they make that Lethal weapons show. I forgot show. all about that. Yeah, Stop that. Yeah, yeah, stopped after yeah season three. okay, okay. So, but yeah, you know, if you want to go watch something from the 90s, funny Damon Wayans, when he was really in his bag, you know what I mean? Uh, he's probably always funny to me, but him and Marlon Wayans together, his brother, his little brother plays in Mo Money, give that one a chance. So that's on, uh, I believe you can find that on Amazon. So, yeah. Man, I was,
0: just, I, was, I was just looking up Stacey Dash since you said Mo no Money. Did you know she's been married four times? No, that makes yeah. a lot of sense.
1: Well, yeah, she. They found out how crazy off.
0: it was, and they left her ass.
1: <laughs> like no. like what, like what you believe in? She what? probably runs her mouth a lot. She probably loves to fucking argue.
0: Well, yeah, you know what? Men like to argue too, man. Like once you find a good, a good like sparring partner to argue with, it really is like playing chess every damn day. Uh, so it, if you, if you enjoy the games that goes on with that, like fine. But
1: I think that's a personality trait more so than something. Um, because it sounds fucked up to sense. say,
0: but p- some people like toxic relationships because they can't, you know, really do anything else that's normal. People just love to
1: fight sometimes. You look like a woman uh, that Some loves people to fight. just like to. Some people like to win arguments. I, I, I can understand where that satisfaction. Is. I'm not one of those people. I have no problem being wrong. If I'm wrong, that's not the end of the world for me. I'll probably be wrong again tomorrow about something. But there are personality types where it makes them their day to not only prove you wrong on something but to argue and win the I feel like they won the argument I that's not part of my pr- and that goes for males and females I've kind mm. those both types I that's more of a personality trait as opposed to something that's uh, relegated to a certain sex that just goes into personality but Stacey Dash she loves to I can see it she loves to argue
0: yeah man
2: she really hasn't done. Fast.
0: I'm not saying she really hasn't done that much work lately, so that's unfortunate because I thought she was actually a pretty decent actress.
2: Yeah, yeah, she did a good job in some stuff. Yeah, so, so.
1: yeah. Well, it's yeah. hard for black actors out here. Like I'm telling you. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, especially when you run your mouth like her. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you're gonna be on the BET special trying to get some money. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord!
1: All right, Ryan, what you got for us? Well, uh, since uh, Tom Sizemore <clears throat> situation. And uh, going through his catalog, I decided to save one movie for the uh, for my hidden gem, especially with Creed coming out. And this is the 1999 release starring Woody Harrelson and Antonio Banderas. Play it to the bone. Ooh, um, very good pick. I, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I own that movie. I love really? watching that movie. Okay. Yes. Now, uh, it's uh, written and directed by Ron Shelton. And this man has some classics under his belt. White Man Can't Jump. Great. Um a very underrated Kevin Costner movie, Tin Cup. Oh, Which, I love that. I oh, love, I've seen that. Love Tin Cup. Um Bull Durham, uh it's considered a classic. I enjoyed it. Is that Kevin Costner? That is Kevin Costner as well. Okay. Um it um it, it it's considered a classic. I'm not going to I like White Men Can not Jump and Tin Cup a lot better, but Bull Durham is is good. There's a very good Tommy Lee Jones movie replaced Ty Cobb that came on HBO. It's just called Cobb. Um, and there's a very good Kurt Russell movie that came out in 2002 called Dark Blue about a corrupt LA cop in the 90s. Good Ron Shelton's a good filmmaker. I don't think Play It to the Bone is as good as White Men Can't Jump or Tin Cup, but if you like those movies, this movie's worth watching. Uh, pretty much about two friends who grew up together. Both of them, I believe, were in welterweight boxing, and uh, I believe one of the undercards in a Mike Tyson fight uh, cancels, so they get offered to fight each other for the undercard fight in Mike Tyson, so they drive out to Las Vegas, and uh, this movie earns its R rating. Yeah, it's it's, one of the things I think all of us like about movies is actors that we like and uh Woody Harrelson and Tony Banderas are two of my favorites and yeah, they they do really good work and they they play off each other well in this movie it's extremely entertaining yeah the brief mike tyson cameo was enjoyable um and uh yeah if you're a fan of sports or boxing this is a good one a uh, very underrated movie in a in a very good year of movies 1999 it kind of got uh it's one of the reasons I picked that for our favorite year movie list not just because of what movies i felt were the best but the level of quality that was coming out week after week after week. In 1999, you could go to the movies twice a week and you were, you were guaranteed to see some good stuff. Play It to the Bone was considered a box office disappointment. But I think it's damn funny. Well worth watching. Uh, Play It to the Bone, Woody Harrelson and Tony Banderas. Uh, not on streaming, but... Buy the DVD or Blu-ray if you if you see it. Well worth the purchase. Yeah, you know I, I fully appreciate you throwing out that that one as a hidden gem I,
0: I think it's equally one of the best movies that either one of them made. Antonio Banderas and Woody Harrelson. And of course, Lucy, Lucy Lucy Liu being in there was a nice little one. But overall, I have to say that movie was. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. Sneaky entertaining. I watched it just because I was bored and I kept thinking to myself like, damn, this movie's actually pretty damn funny and That's good. Uh,
2: Ryan, did you know Lucy Lou went to Michigan? No. Yeah. Did I didn't know that. She went to University of Michigan. I like her even more than Yeah, that. yeah. She graduated from Michigan. Yeah. Good deal. Like that woman couldn't be any more perfect. Oh, All right, y'all, y'all probably fell in love anymore. Oh, man. She's so pretty. Yeah. And... and Ageless at this point. Oh, I have no, sure. she can
0: be twenty five. She can be fifty five. I have no
2: idea. <laughs> she's got to be in her late 40s, early fifties. Yeah, in her fifties for sure. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been.
1: Uh, uh, sorry, but uh, yeah, apparently Asian don't crack either. Because I don't know if you've been seeing Michelle Yeoh on this red carpet. She's on the. Uh, she's pretty much nominated for every film award there is. Screen Actors Guild, and uh, I think they just had the Emmy, that Emmys. The other Golden Globes. I'm sorry, Golden Globes. If you get a chance Michelle yo I think she's close to 60 her and Angela Bassett are tearing these red carpets up they're looking better than the 20 30 year olds out there good man, lord you ain't never lied me, I
0: swear <laughs> ooh man that girl look good as a catfish dinner right now that <laughs> <girl> <laughs> look good <laughs> as hell with tartar sauce yeah. oh, oh, man, man. cabbage on the
2: side some good. cabbage yeah mm-hmm. oh give yes. me a roll you're good to go. A cup of Kool-Aid. Man, that sounds good. That sounds like a nice summer day. Man, why you got to be such a stereotype, man? <laughs> you had to throw the Kool-Aid in there. That's what I like with mine. Like some watermelon uh, on some the side. I got some grape you... soda. You get... already went down with the catfish. White people don't okay, eat that's catfish. Okay, fair, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, white people don't eat catfish? I don't know. We'll have to ask one. I'll it, ask one tomorrow. I know. I never come to their cookouts. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let me text one right quick and see if they like catfish. No, nah, it wouldn't be. It would be like
0: sushi. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like catfish. It like, all. Like a sushi cookout. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no. No, I no, I no. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> like, and we, like, we don't have bones in ours. So yeah. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> all this is.
2: <laughs> Sounds good, man. Uh, on now? I know you ready to go fishing. That's oh, I can't wait. <laughs> like, oh, Today not. would have been a nice day. Man, it's still a little too chilly for them, though. So no, it's,
0: it's almost that time, It's man, almost. So.
2: A couple more months, I say, about May be, be prime fishing time, man. We'll get out there. I'll get you all. I got a couple rods you guys could use, and we'll go out somewhere and Throw yeah. it out there and see what happens. So. Yeah, we need to have a little fishing trip. That'd be we fun, gotta man. Teach six, me. Oh, I'll teach you. I'll teach you. Give you some beer and we'll see what happens. Uh, just as long as you don't hook yourself like I did. Even though I know what I'm doing, I still hook myself. So uh, you you be good to go. So <laughs> that's one of my fears. I don't want that hook to go on my finger. Oh, I was I, like, man,
0: just take the whole fucking
2: finger. Yeah, go. well, it was, <laughs> I ain't got that. Uh, yeah, it was one that was very painful, but we made it. So yeah.
0: well, man, you got good insurance. Yeah, man. I did
2: because that was three hundred dollars for a hook in my hand. Damn. So, yeah.
0: So. That 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 goes so you got to be careful All when you right. out there
2: fishing. Yeah, you can get hurt, you know, but most of the time you just. Just be you know careful. It should be all right, So right. I'm a little scared now, Sean. Nah, nah. I got you. That doesn't happen a lot. So that's, like It's it's rare. That's it's, an accident. It's mostly negligence or that something was like that. Definitely negligence. Like the fish was hooking. He hooked me. We both hooked. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like hell. The so, fish caught me. <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. That was, that was the worst catch I ever had. I was so hyped too. Like, God damn it. I put the look down and just jumped in my hand and hooked me. We both hooked. Oh, my <laughs> dad was panicking. Real, like, stop moving! Cut this. Stop moving! I'm like, man, I can't help it. This shit hurt. I'm bleeding all over the place. Oh Lord, hammer! This is gonna take you to hospital. I'm like, dude, just cut, cut it for me. You're moving too much. Like, he's getting mad. It's hot. It was bad. It was bad. So,
1: like, how are you gonna get mad at you if you did, hurt? I, did, I got blood
2: everywhere. So I panic when I see blood. I, my, especially my own blood. I'm panicking real bad. Fish panicking. The fish jumping. Got the hook in my hand, pulling my hand down. My dad trying to cut the cut the damn hook out. Oh, it was it was just a bad ordeal. So, yeah, yeah, so. Oh,
3: man,
0: I hope
1: that's to See out of
2: this. Yeah, I wear gloves now for sure. I don't even take no chances especially on bigger fish because there was a bigger fish and he jumped now, I, nope. I wear gloves I got these cut resistant gloves that I wear now. I'm like uh, uh, ain't oh, ain't that's, that's a good tip right oh yeah there. Oh yeah.
0: you're gonna be out there fishing man fish responsible right
2: right and then the fish will stab your ass too so yeah point um, taken
0: yep
2: yeah. alright man all right, we gotta end it for the ladies ladies and night
0: all right, we salute all y'all ladies out there thank you for all y'all been doing for the world of cinema I know Ryan appreciates all y'all a know, big make just, the world a better place no, for man, sure. Not just boogie nights, but you know all the rest of y'all, <laughs> there, know all of y'all out there. I know Shalon salutes all y'all out there too. Yes, sir. Oh it's man, a, a lot of y'all give us a lot of good times out there. A lot of oh, sexy yeah. ladies out there, talented ladies, ladies that's going to make history for a lot of all of us. You know, just want to say thank y'all, all y'all that been tuning in to Cinemax Events. Remember to like, subscribe, share us with your family and friends. You know, telling that we sent you over there, and hopefully y'all have a pretty good week from here on out. Sean, yes, Ryan, thanks righty. for showing up. Oh, yeah. right, man, thanks for we having me. Yeah. All right,
1: man. Let's see you guys tomorrow. Oh,
0: well, fun oh, yeah, time man. tomorrow. Time for you tomorrow man. All righty. All righty. man. Yep, And, man. and I'm going to
2: bring my
1: lady with me, too. <laughs>
2: All right. You nice. Sounds All right. good. All right. I'll All catch right. y'all later.
0: Y'all have a good week.
2: All right. Good night.